I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Podcast Like It's 1999, the podcast where we talk about the films of 1999 from our disco room here in 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Kenny Nybart. And I'm Phyllis Gove. And with us today from live from New York City at the Audio Boom Studios that we are squatting in is David Sims. Hi guys. Of The Atlantic. <laughs> hey. Also of the Blank Check podcast that we ripped off. And also here... Is Did you really rip us off? Is that like you heard my we, podcast and you were like, "Let's do that one"? Yes. Well, um, also here, <laughs> no, we, no, we here's the the, the, the we gestation of this. Just for what it's worth, we were inspired by it. We both. I started listening to it uh, because of our mutual friend Todd Vanderwerf. I listened to First. the, the uh, Munich episode. That yes. was the first one I listened to. The so, happiest, the most classic episode. Classic episode. Munich. It's a good app. I remember yeah, that being a good It's app. a good episode. Yeah. And, uh, and that, I got hooked. And then yeah. I went back and I listened to basically to all of them. And then I told Kenny about the podcast. He started listening to it. We just became obsessed. And then we were like, we should do a podcast. And then it was about what should it be about. Right. And then we sort of landed on 99. We were going right. to do it about the Blank Check podcast. <laughs> get right kinda, up inside it. Someone like, should do it. <laughs> kind of like the Gether podcast. But we yeah. said. Right. I'm calling, calling someone out. Just inside someone's ass. And another person's yeah, yeah. ass. Yeah. It was too much. Like so, but yeah, we love it. We, uh, Tofurky, you mean? Yeah, you know, he means tur- turducken. Turducken, turducken, whatever. Same He's difference. Not American. <laughs> um, I'm not. So, uh, so yeah, no, we we absolutely love the podcast. Sure, thank you. And um, yeah, but the uh, the other person here, 
Very excited to have Ben Hosley. Mm. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Is that here. an apologetic hey? Yeah. Hey. Oh, no. No, no. We're having fun. We're rocking and rolling. Yeah, it was right on time for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely didn't pull a Griffin. No, no. It was no. two hours late. No, uh, you but would never do something like that. No, I'm responsible. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey. But, we hey. Thank, but thank you both for for being here so sure, much. Of course. This is really wonderful. And... David has uh, has joined us to talk about a movie I believe he's he loves and is crazy about. For sure, he stands is, it. He stands. Yeah. I don't hate it now. I feel like you guys think I hate it. I I I full disclosure liked it very much. Yeah. Watched it for the first time. Phil. Full disclosure, I, liked it very much less than I did. I think that we probably have similar feelings on this film. I well, think it's a missed opportunity. Exactly. It's a film I, but it's a film I saw at the time and liked Same. more and probably, but I was younger, uh, but also probably just sort of in my head over the years, I was like, yeah, no, that's, you know, that's a little gem, that one. And yeah, yeah. and then on rewatching <laughs> it, I was like, oh God, this is two hours long. Are we yeah. sure it had to be two hours long? <laughs> like I had, a, yeah, anyway, we'll talk about it. Introduce the movie. Yeah, yeah. The so, movie is called Mystery Men. Right. Yes. Um, that's it. it a Kinka Usher joint. Kink, the a, Kinka the, Usher the, the joint. The soul Kinka Usher joint. I know. Yeah, it's it's well, it's a Kinka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Went back to commercials. I assume. I think that's probably what he ended up doing. I heard. Yeah. I mean, I, I that's why Michael Bay's in it, right? That has to yeah, be right. Yeah. It's when Michael Bay shows up, you're like, they must be like Budweiser friends or something like right. So good in this movie, Michael Bay. Oh Jesus Christ! Michael Bay out of control is pretty good. Funny. Movie. The Brewski line? He's, he, he does nail the Brewski line. Yeah. He's cast perfectly. He has the look. He wears the jacket. <laughs> the well, the he wears it well. The sweater. Uh, he says his one joke. Yeah. Like, just fine. Perfect hair. I think he's not. He, I don't think he did a stunt. Because you see. Like a, a guy, a jock getting like thrown down yeah. the stairs, but I don't think it was him. No, well, it would have been fun if he was like, "Can I like die too?" Like, yeah, yeah. Right. hands off the merchandise, ladies, right? Um, yeah, I just this uh, this film to me, I saw it in '99 as well. I remember being very excited for this film, unreasonably excited mm. for this film. I remember the Entertainment Weekly summer preview. Mm. They had a picture of it because it was like the big August title, and they had a it big screams spread. August. Yes, it had like this. It had the one. The, the press still was the shot of them in uh, the tunnel to Tom Waits with the mirrored mm-hmm. thing. My favorite kind Your of favorite tunnel. Part. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Coming in hot, <laughs> hot hot-haws. <laughs> and yeah, and, and I just remember thinking like, oh, this shit's going to be great. Like it's got every, you know, supporting character actor at the time. Sure. And no, just of felt course. like, it's, why it's won't all this work? our faves, right? And then I remember sitting in the theater and just kind of being pretty bored. Hmm. Um, but watching it this time through the prism of the With many the 20 super superhero super movies, yep. it, it holds a little bit more weight. I think it's yeah. it's got a little bit more, um, yeah. It's a fascinating artifact. It's a, it's a, It's an interesting thing. Who wrote it? This guy. The guy that wrote the guy that wrote Hocus Pocus, right? Which is another one of those movies. (laughs) And Pluto Nash, right? I saw that on his IMDb, and right that that killed him. But um, (laughs) Hocus Pocus is another one of those movies that I probably would not enjoy quite as much if I rewatched it. People really love it, though. Some people People do. People love that movie, movie but they love it because it was on TV all the time, and they watched it all the time, just like I have fond memories of Hocus Pocus. But I feel like it's got the Biblioteca joke, which fucking (laughs) annihilates. Can I swear? I'm sorry. Absolutely. You sure can, pal. Um, (laughs) Remember that when she, like, pushes the door open and it's all smoky, and she's she's doing this, like, the muzzy... Muzzy is it muzzy? I don't know, whatever, you know. Fuck yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that that I'm like, oh, it's so funny. Don't remember much else about Hocus Pocus. Like yeah. it must it must have like a plot. 
I get Hocus Pocus and Practical Magic mixed up in my head pretty very often. Different very, very different movies. Outrageous <laughs> to get those two in your head. That's crazy. Both witches. That's insane. Both witches. Both witches. I don't mean to be a dick. What? Have you seen either one of those movies? Right. Yeah. Have you seen Practical Magic? I've seen Practical Magic. Practical Magic. That's a Dancing a, Around the Kitchen movie. The Dance Around the Kitchen is very yeah. kitchen centric. Very, yeah. very. It's like a Nancy Myers movie. That's right. But <laughs> yes. they murdered. Um, you know, she murdered her boyfriend. The guy and, from ER uh, and revived him, and, and yeah. you know, uh, sometimes dead is better. Like it's sort of like Nancy Myers <laughs> meets Pet Cemetery. Yeah, I think, I think Nancy would agree with that. That sometimes dead is better. And Griffin, she Dun- would agree with that. Griffin Dunn's one of his few it's, directorial it's a, efforts. It's a Dunn joint, and uh, I love. <laughs> I know I love Griffin Dunn, and I love Addicted to Love, which is I, the That's one I really, really love. Yeah, Wait, what? Um, Addicted to Love, yeah. the uh, Meg Ryan, Meg Ryan, Matthew, Matthew Broderick, Broderick are both psychotic. stalking their exes. I know, it's so good <laughs> when they're watching the footage of them. Yeah. No one talks. The about only that problem, movie. the only problem with Addicted movie. to Love is yeah. that there is not like you know explicit sex in it because they should actually be watching like explicit yes, 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 sex. Yes. Right? It should. They should take it all the way. Yeah. And it's such a weird movie. That I movie, love that, that movie. movie. Would suck if it was made today because of our technology wouldn't be the same. But yeah, the it'd be way like it nanny looked, cams. Yeah, yeah, it'd be gross. Uh, it'd be, and it, it would also be like <laughs> it'd be made by all the wrong people for all the wrong. Oh, it reasons. would be very. There's no that movie would not fly <laughs> it'd today. It'd be you like that me? shitty movie. No offense to people who were involved. That uh, sex tape movie with Cameron Diaz. Sex, and sex tape. Yep, it's very, called sex tape. Very yep. shitty movie. <clears throat> yep. Um, I never saw sex tape. Did to love. Addicted to Love movie. is amazing. Practical Magic like is one of those movies that I saw in theaters. We can get to Mystery Man. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no please. No, 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 Practical no. Magic's in '98. So this it the po- fall under no, your. This is the podcast. Yeah. Um, and I saw it in theaters. Was was 12, and it was rated 12 in England. You okay. can do the bit if you want. Nope. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> what? Not our. So bit. I could. Wait, when what? I was <laughs> in England. I'm sorry. This is amazing. To see it actually live is something. Why? Why did you see it? In England. Because I live in England. England. Oh, wow. Anyway. Yes. It was rated 12. It was rated 12, and England has this 12, 15, 18, and you had to be the age oh, at the time. Great. Now you don't for the 12s. Was, but, um, it was like I was in the movie. So any, it, was like, it was like <laughs> Kylo Ren. We got this like Kylo Ren and Ray were it fighting so in front of me. You saw how fucking bored I was by that bit. I was And now you're seeing how I'm like, can we just get past it? Can we just move on? Uh, any movie rated 12, I was like, I yeah. can get into this. I'm going to yeah. go see it. That movie's disturbing. Yeah. Disturbed me uh, <laughs> more than I thought it would. It's got like jumps. You know, it's yeah. like, it, and a zombie boyfriend. Yeah. Like, it's fucking scary. And so the whole my whole life, I was like, that's kind of a good movie. Sort of like visceral, weird. And then I rewatched <laughs> it to write about its 20th anniversary. Uh-huh. And for the Atlantic. And, you know, it kind of like this one. I was like, um. Oh, yeah, it's just, this is all over the place. Like it's interesting, but it's not. It's not quite as I. It does have it. two it's, it's bona fide movie stars in it, though. Like it does. Yes. It's it. You know what For I mean? Sure. It, For in, sure. In a way that maybe this film doesn't really. You, no, this film lacks that. It doesn't have that star power. But well, I mean, that's a cor- that's sort of the pitch of this film. But it's yes. like right. Yeah, ben ben Stiller, that's a weird thing about that. There yeah. was a period of time where Ben Stiller was one of our biggest movie stars, right? He this is this is just before that. I was listening I to him on the Simmons podcast. I don't know if you guys listen to that. No, but he said this was the first movie he was ever offered. Where they were like, Ben Stiller, we want you for this role. Rather than like, hey, like you want to test for it, or hey, like you're one of three choice. Like, this is the first movie where they came to him like, Mr. Furious, it's like tailor made, Ben Stiller. 
Which so it is. he was like, yeah, by the of way. course, right? Yeah, it's, it's perfect. Like, do you want to play your character from that episode of Friends, basically? Yeah. Right. Uh, and so I think they were like, he was very, you know, like, great. Yes, yeah. of course, I would love to. You know. And then he rightly shit all over the movie, which he's done pretty much in most. Yeah, he's not oh. fond of it, but he's such a he's, he's such he's, an angry man. He's wrong. I don't understand. He's him. such a Mister Furious. Yeah. He is. He's he's always the furious part of Mister Furious. He's never never the Roy part. What a grumpy he is. He I want to talk about so much with you, David. But what I was. <laughs> I want to talk about. Yeah, about I'm sorry, I was sidetracking. No, the sidetracks. The, that's yeah, what, no, I know. That's I know. what we do. Yeah, sidetrack cool. the podcast to podcast about films in 1999. But I want to talk about, and I, I'm not trying to lead into the bit again. But where were you in 1999? Right. Sure. Just, we ask every guest this, right? And I Even though in, I know exactly I lived where in Britain. you were. You right, can't do it again. No, <laughs> um, but, no. So in 99, you're 99. how old? 13. So you saw a lot of these movies. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. What you're were, on vacation. What, what were the movies? Thirteen-year vacation. <laughs> what were the movies that stuck with you then? All right, then because yes. that's the thing. Because obviously now, now I have my favorite. I'd like sure. to. Hear, I'd like We'd to like both. both. We'd like to hear both. Well, then I mean, this is the year I saw The Matrix, which is like a, a classic, like movie I snuck into. You know what I mean? Like I was still young. It was still so exciting to see a movie like that. That <laughs> the Iron Giant, which uh-huh. I took. We, these are movies yes. we've discussed on my podcast sometimes. Indeed. The Blair Witch Project. I'm sure the people bring these all the, all the time. Well, but Todd still, came on for Blair Witch. That was a crucial Not theater experience no. for me too. Yep. Like where I'd never seen. I'd probably never seen. Did it scare you? A true. Yeah, of course. That movie's so fucking frightening. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't like that movie is my enemy. Um, we both we loved agree. It. Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. Good. Uh, <laughs> I, I would agree with that sentiment. To the letter. <laughs> like being John Malkovich, I saw that in theater. That was really? another one where I was like... Did you get that at 13? Did you feel like you understood that movie? Uh, not it's, to it has so many rules. And oh, I you just love rules? loved that. <laughs> I know. It, I, I, I mean, certainly I thought I got it. I, then probably a lot of the psychosexual stuff was over my head at 13. Sure. Because um, like some of these movies, right, that I'm looking at, I saw later. Like I didn't see Eyes Wide Shut. Magnolia. Or Magnolia or Election, even. I remember I saw that on video, like, all about my mother. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't see Fight Club. That was an 18. Couldn't get into that one. <laughs> uh, obviously, I saw, like, South Park and Toy Story right. 2. You know, The Mummy was huge for me. 10 Things I Hate About You, I was my first ever date. Really? Uh, yeah, so that was crucial. Did it obviously, go well? Phantom Menace. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, sure. I was 13. <laughs> I think it went well. Did you get a kiss? Uh, yeah. So that, that's yeah. then, then it went well. That's right, bro. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then there, then there are the movies. Get in there. Then there are the movies that I guess people probably bring up less, like Ed TV, which fucking mm, rules. Have you done Ed TV? Yeah, yet? we fucking okay. loved it. Okay. Ed TV. He had never seen it before for so long. That's it not predicted true. Everything. That's not true. It did predict I everything. did see Ed TV. I thought it was shit. <laughs> everything. <laughs> I did see Ed TV. I thought it was shit. Yeah. And then we watched it for the podcast, and I thought it was incredible, revolutionary, and it was. More or less the movie. Even though it was made by Ron Howard and written by like Lyle Ganza, Balvin, yeah, Mandel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bubble, bubble, bubble. It was written by the, 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 Mandel. Those schmoes. Yeah, those schmoes. Yeah. Um, I thought that movie, more than any movie, was the movie that got me excited about this podcast. Because yeah. I, I knew we right, would be like, doing the Eyes What an artifact. Shots, right, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Ripley's and even the American yeah. Pies. But right. like. And we quoted like, your article, by the way, in that podcast. Ninety-nine, sure it did, was, pal. It was, it was a great article. No. You but about TV. some of these movies—that's an old article. Wow, I remember I was like, I should do this. But and the you guy were was right. Like, okay. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, you, fine, oh, like go for it. Ed TV doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. It's, it's you crazy. have Ed TV doesn't have a Wikipedia I mean, page. It, it, it does, but it, it doesn't. It's, it's like empty. it has a stub. Right, it doesn't even say who the cast is. It doesn't even have a plot. Some Brothers is crazy. Movie. Everyone is in that. It's a massive movie. All right, whatever. Keep going. Uh, Ron Howard tweeted that article out 
uh, and I remember I was still like a younger writer, and he was like, "Yeah, people have been telling me this that like TV was predicted." And I was like, "Yeah, you it's write more predictive than the Truman Show. It's much more predictive than the Truman Show. Uh, Truman Show is still a masterpiece, but yes, yes, totally agree. I, I think we're coming around to the Truman Show now. Yeah. Now I think we're entering Truman Show territory. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, That's fair. Um, sadly, I genuinely yes. Uh, so wait, some other things I loved. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Analyze this, a masterpiece. Mm, masterpiece. No, it's not a masterpiece. <laughs> that is one of the greatest jokes of all time. Which uh, joke? All right, I'm going to do it. Ben, you got to pay attention to this joke. Have you seen Analyze This, Ben? Uh, Analyze <laughs> This. You know, Robert De Niro. De Niro. He's the mobster. And yeah. Bailey Crystal's the uh, Classic the, the Chris. Shrink. Forget about it. Okay, sure, so sure. A scene, I, use, I assume you already did it on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where they, they go to a funeral. Uh-huh. And they're like standing there, and De Niro's like talking to Crystal. And he's like about what other shit. And then this guy comes up to him. No, this lady comes up to him and like hugs him. And then she hugs Crystal, and De Niro's like the mother. And Crystal's like I'm sorry. And then like a girl comes up, and he's like the daughter. And you know they. Uh, and then this guy comes up and like hugs De Niro and kisses him on both cheeks and hugs him again, and then does the same thing to Crystal. Like keeps hugging him and kissing him. And De Niro just goes like, "Him, I don't know." <laughs> Funny. All right, it's a good movie. It's a good, good movie. movie. You turn me around on it. Yeah. <laughs> and it has like five scenes of Chaz Palminteri it's just so like weird. going off in a hotel room. It's a weird movie. I think he shot for a day on that movie. And they were just like, Chaz, just yeah. yell at the phone. Because there's that thing where like De Niro's like, I'm going to blow your fucking head. I'm going to cut your balls off. Like, yeah. And then and Palminteri's just silent on the other end of the line. And he goes like, hey, Frank. Fuck you. Yo, it's good. <laughs> All right. It's so good. It, you know, so much of this is dependent Fuck on who you, you talk to. It, we it were really just talking is. to each other. We fucking hated it. Analyze it's This whatever. is a movie you need to catch in like a hotel room when it's like 1130 <laughs> be, at night. You know, and you're just like, oh, here we go. With with, with the friend. Be, anyway, I'm Instead sorry. of alone. So the, so the films that you would say today. Wait, wait. Did you have any other? Any other I'm long, trying to think. Long tail Like ones? I saw three to tango in theaters. Really? You haven't done three to tango. We have not have done you? that yet. No, but you know we're we, doing we, them all. No, I know you are. We've I know. Some, we've I know. Some, there's some crappy garbage. So um, that's not, like I'm try, like I saw because I used to just go to the theater once a week with my on Saturday like lunchtime with my friend who lived near me I and mean, yeah. I lived like ten minutes from a big multiplex in London, the Holloway Odeon, still there. Don't you dare. And uh, and we would just see like what was on that we could you know we were old enough to get into. So we saw like three to tango because like Chandler was in it, and was. it and was Nef rated Gambelf twelve. Was yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw like Big Daddy. You know, yeah. I saw Pokemon the movie two thousand, which is a ninety nine joint. It Weird. is uh, Pokemon the movie is Pokemon, Pokemon two thousand mo- is a different movie. Pokemon the movie two thousand. <laughs> We went through this with Griff, didn't we? Did we? I don't, well, I don't know. I have this down as a 99 there movie. There is a now Pokemon want... 99 movie that we will be doing. Yes, it's called. I believe yes. it's called Pokemon the Movie 2000. <laughs> 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 which I, mean, I saw so. in an... Yes, it's a 99 movie. I'm right. Uh, <laughs> which I saw in, I think, like a literally empty theater. <laughs> Were you a Pokemon fan? You know what? It came out in Japan in 99. So maybe it is a 2000 by year. Do you go by America release dates? We go by the American release date. Okay, so then it doesn't count. Unless, so then you're probably doing Pokemon there is a, 1. Uh, yeah, we're doing Pokemon 1. it's an American movie that had its world premiere elsewhere. No, this is... I think it just came out in Japan first. <laughs> and then came, You know, they had to dub it. They had to... Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 So, so you're probably print, doing Poke, we, the threateningly titled the, Pokemon the first movie. The <laughs> yeah. first movie, that's correct. That's the first yeah. movie. That's right. That's the one we're doing. Which is the one that's like... It's a 20-minute... There's a 20-minute short film that starts it. It's not billed as a short film, but it's just like it's an it's separate. You mean the Mewtwo thing? No. Well, there's that. There's a little Mewtwo prelude, 
And then there's Pikachu having an adventure that's like very low key. And then they kick off the real movie, which is only like 15 minutes long, right? Like the Mewtwo is. I've never seen annihilating a scene people. of Pokemon. So, so you this know, is new to you me. know the concept of Pokemon though is that like we have the little monsters and they battle. Yeah. And the the fucking moral of that movie is like we shouldn't fight. Like which is nuts. <laughs> Clearly they fight. And like they're all fighting and P- Ash is like, oh, you know, all this carnage. Oh, you know God. what? What does it? Re-? It's like you live in a world of battle. This is a battle <laughs> world. They will battle. So in anyway. Pokemon, the movie 2000, mm. do they get back to fighting? Yeah, there's plenty of fighting. Well, I don't know. There's they're some guy in like an airship. <laughs> All they do is battle. <laughs> Pokemon, the movie 2000, has a lot of business with Misty and Ash, who are the sort of okay. the kind of uh, you know Luke and Lorelai of... Okay. Of of the Pokemon the franchise, will they, won't they? yeah, right. With their romance is being hinted at, which which I remember at the time being like, yeah, I'm glad they're digging into this. I'm excited for Detective <laughs> Pikachu. I'm not going to lie, it looks fantastic. Detective, Detective Pikachu, Pikachu looks, looks, looks fantastic. Yeah, it's gonna I'm be like, really is wearing a detective hat. He's, he's, yeah, I, I'm I'm like so in the bag for these car, uh, cartoon you know revivals of my video games. It's fantastic. Anyway, so, sorry, so, no, that's my ninety nine. But yes, my ninety nine is basically I'm a thirteen year old boy. I'm, you know, not old enough to, like, go out and party yet. Mm-hmm. Right, Ben? Yes. I know you were, but... Like, uh, yeah, we already we talked about how I uh, started drinking and... Uh, uh, Everclear at 13. Everclear at 13. In a, in a future podcast. I don't think I'm drinking. I don't think I start any of that till I'm, like, 14. Like, <laughs> okay. till, like, maybe yeah, yeah. the next year. Uh, and so what can I do? I can, like, go to a bowling alley, which I used to do all the time. Sure. Or go to the movies. I can do, like, innocuous things. So, I, I mean, I love movies anyway, so I saw so many movies. And it's probably the first time I'm seeing... Grown up movies. Okay, so there's, like there's, the there's Matrix, a, like the okay. Bean Jam, right where I'm it's like, I'm, point. I'm tall enough now that I can sneak into some okay. more adult movies. Uh-huh. I'm probably renting more stuff anyway. Like I'm 99 is crucial for me. What What do you think As is 2007 now? will be for the next year or whatever, like whatever <laughs> the next year is? What uh, What would you say is your favorite 99 movie now? Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. That's the best. I see. This is why I love you. Dude. It's a great <laughs> answer. Yeah, that's number one. That's um, number one. Why what? do you like it? Eyes Wide Shut? <laughs> Have you what, seen Eyes what? Wide Shut? I, it's my favorite yeah, movie. it's the fucking best. It haunts me. It's your favorite movie? Well, well no. It's one of them. I'd yeah. say that a lot. It's the uh, yeah, I do too. But um, it just haunts me. It's, it's about as, as far my as favorite relationships star, go. Or one of my favorite movie stars, certainly. Yeah. Like wandering through like fake Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's like he's having... You know, an anxiety attack and a sex dream at the same time, and it's like made manifest. You know, Sidney Pollock yells at him. Like, it's like so playing my, my keyboard. You know what I mean? Like, every movie should end with Sidney Pollock being like playing pool against Shirtless himself. at one point. Gets himself. Yeah. Gets himself. And saying, like, this is how the world works. We get to have sex parties, and you can't crash them oh, just because your wife wants to fuck a guy in the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing I that sums show. up the movie that's movie yeah. I love the ending so much I love it so much I want to watch it now it's one of those movies I only rarely sort of like let myself uh, like it's have like a again. rare pleasure yeah it's like a fun that. and yeah. crazy and it's I love it so much I don't. I wonder where it's going to rank for us at the end end are you going to do like a 250 film like list yes. we'll do everything I mean it's, like it's, any, yeah. anything you can think of when it comes to like putting these in some kind of order we did a, a Oscars for the first 52 films we did Mm, I love that. Now idea. we did Eyes Wide Shut first. That was that was our favorite number first one. movie, okay. and it it kind of swept the fifty twos for us. <laughs> right, right, right. right. That yeah. and uh, any given Sunday for me. But yeah. that's uh, another movie that I rented. It. I could not see that movie in theaters. Oh, it's incredible. 
But uh, are there other ones? I mean, now the for 99, 99? that really jump out at you? Eyes Wide Shut being your first. These, oh, well, these days. You want me to read my top 10? Fuck yeah. yeah. I've got a letterbox. I'm I'm list obsessed. You know, this <laughs> as, is like as rules. Are, well, as am I. Rules. I love rules. <laughs> uh, let me find it. Okay, here we go. My top 10 are number one, Eyes Wide Shut. And this changes all the time. Number two, The Matrix, which has just slowly climbed for the over the years. As you realize, like, as I love that franchise, but also just how brilliant it is. It's influence, yes. Number three, The Iron Giant, which is kind of a sentimental fave, and maybe it'll fall. Because, like, when we did it for the podcast, I still love it, obviously. Yeah. It still gets me. Yeah. But it's a little slight. I don't know. It's up there. Uh, Number four, Rosetta. You guys going to do Rosetta? The Dark Den movie? We will. Yeah, we will. Definitely. Never heard of it. We'll definitely do it. She has a bad time. (laughs) Poor Rosetta. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Life in a Belgian trailer park, man. Oh, Does not sound rough. fun. <laughs> rough. A good movie. Number five, The Straight Story. Have you know- Love The Straight Story. We did that. It's yeah. the best. That's one that just... I had seen it years ago, and I rewatched it probably around Twin Peaks time when oh, I was so sort of much. like doing some more Lynch. That was one of my favorites. Uh, six, The Blair Witch Project. Number seven, The Insider. Number yes. eight, Ride with the Devil, which I love. Interesting. Fucking love that movie. Uh, we did it on my podcast. Yeah, yeah. The, number nine, The Limey. Ugh. The lime is great. Yeah, we got great. We're excited for that. And number yeah. 10, Malkovich. But then if you do the next 10, it's a great time. Keep 10. going. Keep going. Mononoke, Bringing Out yes. the Dead, American yes. Movie, Galaxy Quest, Election, Three Kings, All About My Mother, Magnolia, Fight Club, The Sixth Sense. These yeah. are all our favorite These movies. Are all American yeah. Movie, I love. American yeah. Movie American is. Movie. It's so That's a real Ben good. joint. I, was yes. gonna, I didn't want to say it, but it really yeah. is. <laughs> Hell yeah. But like, I great. like, you know, like, because this is the year of Summer of Sam, which is like a nice flawed movie, right? Like It's pronounced COVID. <laughs> it's coming. Existence is a I nice flawed movie. You know, like yeah, we, yeah. these are not hate, perfect films, but they are. But what it, no, uh, I, I Blast from fine. the Past is very underrated. Have you guys done Blast from the we Past? Yeah. And we love it. Oh, I love it. David, have you seen Dudley Do Right? No, I've never seen Dudley Do Right. I've seen wa- a lot of Frasers. Please watch it and report back. Is that a ninety nine? It is. Not only that, it's it, wow, what it's a great movie. It's incredible. It's a great movie. Who it's the a surprising fuck Dudley do right. The You're same guy that did Blast in the Past. G. Wilson, same director. Same year. Same yeah. year. Same director. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll watch. He just it. he just let, also, he just fucking flags of our father letters to Iwo Jima. <laughs> yeah, that he shit. did. I will also say that Dudley do right is a tight eighty-seven minutes. Yeah, I'm, so I, I noticed that. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have no, to worry about a long time. You're incorrect. It's oh. seventy-seven minutes. <laughs> I yeah, believe. One hour, good. 17 minutes. Yeah. Please report back. I'm you, not kidding. I, I actually think you're really right. Ed TV was my, was my first favorite, like, where the fuck did this come from? Sure, and then sure. became Dudley Do Right. Oh, it's, Molina's in it? Yes. yes. Uh, who is? Robert Prosky is in it? Get out of here. <laughs> yes. It's it's a really good movie. Robert Prosky with like a real a real thick, effeminate it's accent. A, okay. It's a An accent okay. I've never heard him do. It's a really great year. Blast right, the past. I just before we, we move Please, on. Please, yeah, yeah. Has that scene where Sissy Spacek like screams silently? <laughs> yes. <sighs> do you do you feel like Sissy Spacek sometimes on this mm. podcast? Mm. <laughs> what a scene! Oh. <laughs> I love that movie. That very walking weird in that movie. Very, it's a un- very weird, very movie. underrated. Ninety nine. Oh. Sissy Spacek. But but Alicia Silverstone is miscast in that movie. Terribly. Sure, I remember her feeling a little lost as she did in so many of her post Clueless joints. Yeah, Christina, um, Christina Applegate would have murdered that movie mm-hmm. and or Drew Barrymore. Yeah, her too. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. So, Mystery Men. Mystery Men. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a synopsis real quick Go here ahead. for the people that have not seen it. Yep. Uh, Champion City already has a superhero, the appropriately named Captain Amazing, played That's by right. Greg Kinnear, but that doesn't deter the city's seven quirky amateur crime fighters who use the captain's capture at the hands of villain Casanova Frankenstein, played by Jeffrey Rush, as motivation to prove themselves. The only problem is that their strange powers, silverware hurling, bowling, shovel skills, incompetent invisibility, and deadly flatulence aren't doing them any favors. 
Mystery Men opened on August 6th, 1999 in 6th place Oof. with $10 million against, listen to this weekend, The Sixth Sense, Thomas Crown Affair, Iron right. Giant, and Dick. It ran into that Sixth Sense brick yeah, wall, yeah. right? It just, just thrashed everything. Dick is a great movie. Dick's Thomas a great Crown movie. Affair is Dick a great, is a great movie. movie. Uh, this guy okay. doesn't like Thomas Carver. No, I think it's, Dennis uh, Leary. I think it's a pretty bad movie. Oh, Dennis Leary, when he's bringing that, like, cuck he's energy. so weird. <laughs> he is you know what definitely I mean? yeah, cuck yeah, yeah, like, like, energy. Those That's 90s true. movies where he's like, I want to fuck something, you know? And it's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Dennis, you're the fifth lead of this. And he's like, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or he's like, I should be the lead. It's like, get out of here. That's so right. That's actually <laughs> very Exactly what the movie's about. I mean, I love Leary. I'm such a, I'm a Leary acting fan. He's He's in a different movie. He's a, sometimes he is yeah, like Amazing Spider-Man yeah. he's in a different movie he's a, a different better movie, movie. Uh, so <laughs> Mystery of Men would go on to make 33 million worldwide on a 68 million worldwide is it 33 million yeah. oh uh, wait 60 million dollar budget 68 million dollars it 99. looks expensive it does got all the sets yeah. and it's all practical that's a, yeah. I, mean, I, I will say that that's one of the things I do love about it sure. it's very tactile yeah, yeah. Uh, Mystery of Men has 60% on Rotten Tomatoes from critics 57 from audiences yeah sure yeah, uh, Roger Ebert gave it two stars uh, Mystery uh, Men has moments of brilliance waving their arms to attract attention in a sea of dreck. It's a long, shapeless, undisciplined mess, and every once in a while, it generates a big laugh. So I think he's kind of right. There's something to that. But I also think that there's a couple other reviews that I think are interesting. Um, Jesus Freak Hideout. Oh, we love Jesus Freak Hideout on this podcast. They're, they're a publication. Um, <laughs> what did they give a great review to recently uh, that we loved? I can't remember now. Jesus' song? It, uh, I don't think it was Jesus. It was something. It was something. It was, something. Yeah, it was bizarre. Uh, Jesus Freak Hideout. Overall, I was impressed. I enjoyed the movie despite Jesus its gross Freak faults Hideout. and sure. the presence of some minor innuendo. But due to its overall appeal and success in my book, I can't seem to be able to grant the movie any less than three and a half stars. If you have any questions about the movie, if you intend on seeing it or not, don't hesitate to contact me. And they gave their contact information. <laughs> I think that's incredible. Right. I think all critics should be giving their contact nope. info. <laughs> Nope. You <laughs> not talk to me. I've already got Twitter. Yeah, you, you can Twitter. like bug me on can, Twitter yeah, or whatever. You can add David if you want. I get insane emails from people because my, really? my work email is available, you know. I'll, right. Oh, yeah. And it's just people just railing at you? About yeah, but it's like older people, not to stereotype, but like, sure. you know, the Atlantic uh, has older readers and those are the ones who are going to email me. Like, if you're going to be yeah. a young troll, you're going to tweet at me. Right. So it's, it's older people telling me I have no business being a or critic whatever, or something sure. like that. Hostiles. Have any of them like made you? a huge hot button. Really? That I gave that a negative review. Hostiles was like the Christian Bale, Native American, uh, Wes yeah. Judy, Rosamund Pike. Yeah, Wes like Judy, ent- the Sphinx himself. It was the Entertainment One, <laughs> the Entertainment Studios That's movie, right? right? It, it was, was a Byron, Byron Allen. Allen it was a Byron Allen joint. Yeah, that was uh, kind directed of a weird by thing. the mediocre. Uh, no offense to him, um, <laughs> Scott. Cooper is that his name? Yes, yeah, the yes. crazy heart guy. Yeah, crazy. Heart and guy. I gave I didn't like pan it to yeah. shit, but I w- I gave it a bad review. And so many people love that movie. Really, older people. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Green Book you know, fans. It's pretty western. Yeah. So, sort of in general about this film, I, I feel like the movie is a, kind of came out in a time where they were giving very big budgets to things that maybe didn't warrant such sure. big budgets. Right. Uh, and and to make fun of comic book movies before they've even really taken flight in the way that they mm. have now. Now, I know we had a lot of comic book movies back then, but they were kind of different. 
Yeah, but this is kind of making fun of like the Joel Schumacher Batman right. movie, right? Like that's right. kind of its vibe, I guess. So it's like you know, the two big years after Batman yeah. and Robin. It, yeah. it look, Champion City looks like Gotham's, Schumacher's yes. Gotham right. City. 100%. Right. right, when you have Casanova Frankenstein going and you pull out from his limo, mm-hmm. Casanova thing, you pull out, yeah. that looks like where Coolio hangs out with Chris O'Donnell and Elisa Silverstone. 100%. Interesting. It's like a yeah. city where there's, you know, like, how do people even get around in this place? You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's yeah. just sets. Well, it's yeah. perpetually night. It's perpetually night, yeah. except for the one daytime pool party scene where you're like, oh, this is just L.A. That's outside. Right. Cat, that's yeah. outside. Right. It's in the suburbs. Champion City of Jace. The triad. The Champion City East. Right. That and also the scene where they do the uh, – where the Sphinx teaches them yeah. by the yeah. capital city the training lake, I guess. Yeah. Capital City Pond. Yeah. No, I mean, you're saying champion. Capital City. Well, yeah, I got that's the Simpsons. The Simpsons on the brain. Right. <laughs> at, at all times. The Shelbyville. But yes. what, what, sort of, I guess, you know, one of the reasons we wanted to have you on for this episode uh, really was to me. sort of uh, deconstruct the whole comic book side of it. This idea mm. of, like, where we are now, where we were then. This is a year away from X-Men coming out. Yep. And that kind of changes the game in its own way. If this movie had honestly come out six months after X-Men, I think it's exponentially more successful. Sure. And if this movie had come out in, like, 2002, you... Yeah. Are making a movie with like a big movie star right. rather than Ben Stiller, I guess a year from removed there from was, this is one year about after, Mary. Yeah. So like he's like someone. It's between Meet the Parents and something right. about Mary. But if you do it after Meet the Parents, maybe yep, maybe that helps too. Yeah, just, it's it's just it, it, it's it's a weird sort of. It just happens at a weird time. It's it's before its time. I also would would argue that it follows every good joke with a bad one. I that's my problem. <laughs> Okay. My I, problem is it feel like it's like, shit, we need to laugh. Like, you know, it, it feels a little eager to just like, let's also just do like the, the most obvious joke. So, right, or whatever. I don't know. I, I, th- I think I came at it from a very different place than you guys did in that I'd never seen it before. Um, oh, okay. I had never seen the movie before. I had very low expectations. When I s- in 1999, uh, it looked like a movie I had no interest in. Sure. Um, Fair. And I never. I so I I had no expectations whatsoever. I thought this movie was actually funny, like very, like much funnier than I expected. Okay. The bad jokes after the good jokes didn't really bother me that much, uh, because I thought the good jokes were really good. I did right. like the uh, good jokes. There's the, some great jokes. Like yeah. really good. I thought. I, I thought the self winking, the the reference, the the awareness of the world was very funny. I think that was not yes. something we'd seen yes. in this kind of genre before. Um, and I said to you, Phil, when I watched it, mm-hmm. if this was an 80s movie, if yeah. this was made in the 80s, I think this would be considered a classic. It's possible. I think it has that vibe of like I – mean, yeah, But doesn't it, that sort of – that's more of the like wrong time for it to be released. Yeah, but that's a different thing. So if it was – the spoof of, of this current generation of, of superhero movies is Deadpool. Right. That's sure. That's a different thing completely. This movie wouldn't work now. It's too soft. It's too big hearted. It's too genuine. It, it's it's not. Deadpool's re- very jaded. It's not sure. making this the joke. Well, I'd like made. to add also Deadpool um, <laughs> knows he's in a movie. Does he, knows, he know he's in a movie? Though? He knows he's in a fucking cinematic universe. My yeah, he does. <laughs> that's the thing. He knows about like just in case. IP. Yeah. And he knows about like tent poles and release dates. He's smarter than us. He makes box office jokes. That's yeah. the, but it's like Deadpool isn't. He just he like reads deadlines. <laughs> That's what like annoys yeah. me. Yeah. That's a superpower, right? <laughs> like if this movie came out now, it would be uh, not satirical. It would be like man, yeah. Like what about the working class hero? You know, it would be making a sincere pitch. Uh, you know, amid all the well, big movies. So I I have not seen it yet. But is Shazam? 
Shazam! What, what Mystery Men is? Shazam! <laughs> is that what it is? No. Okay. No. Shazam is like Shazam's like Shazam an Edward movie. Shazam is like a really good fastball down the middle, like eighties kids movie. Okay. With like just a few scenes that are too scary, so you're kind of like, okay. as a kid, you're like, ooh, like well, this is thrilling. My, my like son, this is a little frightening. My six year old son is literally in Shazam right now. Okay. So he might that, be freaked out. Yeah. Well, I'm taking him to WrestleMania tonight. So, you know, I've got a great day planned for well, him. He'll enjoy WrestleMania. I mean, he'll <laughs> <laughs> enjoy WrestleMania. Shazam just has like two, like, sort of Sam Raimi scenes where you're like, like, I just know if I was a kid, I would have been like he'll freaked be out. But, but like in a good way, like where it's sort of like, oh, I can't believe I just saw that monster. Yeah, he'll eat be someone. okay. Because Mystery Men doesn't have any scares. Mystery no. Men is, is, is really soft. They watch that Although with Although it doesn't too. have like the weird, violent sort of Death deconstruction of the, yeah. of the, of yeah. the faces. I was a little afraid of the, the, the Kinnear part. I mean, they, they yeah. both, I have twins who are six. They both watched it with me. Okay. And they loved it. Huh. They thought it was that really doesn't great. Surprise me. Yeah, no, I big think, broad characters. I guess, like, I, to me, looking at this movie like a satire or a spoof is the wrong way to look at it. I actually think you're right, David. In that um, today, it would be like the working class superhero, the shoveler and the bowler and that stuff. Right, but I right. think that's kind of what it was then. It's a like, little bit of that, but I, again, it's like what's it reacting to? Well, I guess like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like rich superheroes. I mean, that's right? explicit, right? That's, right. that's, that's explicit. Yeah. So, yeah Captain I mean, Amazing is sort of like Superman and Batman together. Yeah. He's like a rich guy with gadgets, but he's also yeah. Clark Kent. You know, yeah. people don't. Yeah. I, I guess. I think and, it's. And Jeff Gordon. It's a right. great cast. It's a good cast. It's a really good cast. I mean, it's a deep cast. It's a deep cast. I, I don't know how Kinka Usher gets the gig. <sighs> Well, I, I think just, I guess it's that Michael Bay thing. It's just sort of like, well, you're he must have been the hottest commercial director, right? Like, I, I mean, I don't know how else he gets it. Yeah, I mean, he literally at one point apparently turned to I think it was Kinnear and or sorry Hank Azaria and said, "I'm going back to commercials when this is done. I've had enough. I'd rather do my cool little one minute shorts right. than have to deal with all this nonsense." Right. He right. he was not up to the insanity like, of man. Which 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 by the way big. I get and throwing I mean the idea of how often this happens now of people being. You know, Colin Trevorrow is an example of sure. that, where it's like you go from this small movie to a big movie. Yeah. I don't know how they handle the swings. Right. It's impressive that they do it. But at I think least, it's but just, at least you know, these days it's features to features. That's true. You know, uh, yeah. that's true. And I think it's also like there's so much like second unit infrastructure and like there's it's sort of like yeah, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Don't worry. Welcome to the show. We, this is how we run things, and and you're here too now, right? Like rather than just like okay. sit back and just just yeah yeah. There's you know, the here's show. the script, and but yeah, I mean, it does feel like there's some filmmakers that just don't want to play the game, sure, and which I get. Right. Um, but the Marvel movies are such a well-run machine now 100%. that I agree with you. Who this was is not this? Who's this? Is it New Line? Who, who's what studio is this? this? Is Universal. Universal. I know. <laughs> Another sort of like, yeah. why? What are they doing with this? I, I just, it, it's just, it's an anomaly. These days this would be like an STX movie. This would be like <laughs> a smaller studio. <laughs> I don't even mean it in a mean way. Just like a smaller upstart studio being like, we're going to do a superhero movie too, but it's going to be weird. Like, right. you know, yeah. like, you know, a little yeah. more like, haha. Because yeah. Shazam is not, you know, Shazam yeah. is, is more playful and cheaper than like the Snyder movies. But still like, you know, it's a superhero movie. This is an Annapurna cast. Yes. 100%. Well, the, you know, the, the, well, it's yeah, Macy. So the thing that's kind of frustrating right now with the God. Marvel and DC, DC universes or lack thereof is they run the gamut tonally now. Sure. Yeah. Right. 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 Like, so you, you can't at, even find a spot. You can't right. even find a spot. You know, for, for literally years, DC was just Snyder. But yep. now 
we talked yeah, about no, Aquaman. DC's like, have at it. Everyone yeah, have a shot. Crazy right. shit or cool <laughs> shit with Shazam or like kind of right. prestige shit with uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Marvel has been, you know, basically kind. I think it's been a little more tonally consistent. Out. Yeah, Marvel is more like certainly we, the Marvel we are telling one stuff. story and yeah. we're. Right. Yeah. But does, like, if you add yeah. in the Fox stuff that that's been happening, it's been you know all over the place from Logan to Deadpool. Sure. So yeah. there really isn't a. I, I can't, and then on top of it, add in the TV stuff, and in the, you know, and in that those the ground level Marvel stuff right. and all that's that's the, the other really, thing. This is probably a TV show if you do it now. It probably is. Right. Well, it's the Umbrella right. Academy, yeah. which like did kind of weirdly find its own yeah. little way to wiggle in, yeah. but had to get super. The teens weird. love umbrellas. Umbrella Academy. <laughs> I, well, I don't know. Love you know who loves the Umbrella Academy? The dads. Oh, the dads. Really? I know yeah. so many dads who are like, I've just been watching. Really, Umbrella Academy. Yeah. I, I've only the, watched two episodes. The so I can't yeah. speak to it. Did you watch it? I did not watch it. I don't watch a lot of TV. <laughs> uh, I really don't. I'm like busy, like watching movies. It's like I can't keep up anymore. I watch TV if I want to watch it. Sure. I watch it at the gym. That's like primarily where I watch all television. And apart from that, I'm like, yeah, I don't well, know. Well, you, you, me you have a million movies to watch for not just the Patreon and also the, I mean, and this. David, and how, many, like, how many movies do you have to watch a week? Um, like first run movies? I'm oh, first run movies, probably like not that many, like three. Three, okay. Right? Like I, I'd probably go to three or four screenings a week. Then a bunch for the podcast? And then I watch Patreon. stuff for the podcast and then I just watch some movies too because I like to watch, watch movies. movies. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. It's great. Uh, so... I, I want to talk about the, sort of the cast a little bit more. I think that Ben Stiller is perfectly cast in sure. this. It does obviously it's what they wanted. It's what they wanted him for. Uh, I actually think Paul Rubens is pretty great in this film. Amazing. Well, he was he was like he was nowhere. Right. It was. Yeah. I remember at the time reading Empire Magazine, probably whatever I was mm-hmm. reading, and like you know, like people like Janine Garofalo and Ben Stiller being like, I mean, he was on set, and we were just like, oh my god, like Paul is yeah. back. And I think at the time I was just not aware of Pee Wee. Like I mean, I mm-hmm. think I didn't know about the whole sort of mythos of Paul Rubens. Sure. But it was a big deal to have him like in a movie again, not in like a cameo. Like yeah. you know, like playing not a big character, but right. you know. not the Penguin's dad. Not the Penguin's dad. But the Penguin's dad for years was the only role he had, right? Right. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. He pretty had much. his in the wilderness. Yeah, he had his issue. He had his, he had his issue. His issue. Yeah. Which an is, issue. You know, these days, not really an issue in the great context of things. Well, it wouldn't have, probably wouldn't have happened. <laughs> no. It wouldn't have gone that way. There, there probably is, wouldn't have gone to a theater. He probably wouldn't have Fred Willard did this. That's right. There, there, is, <laughs> there, there is no way in which that happens. The days. only people who do that now is like Fred Willard, where you're like, you're old. Fred Willard? <laughs> you don't know that? what porn is? Yeah. In a, in that, he like got caught in the theater. To, to that's like, amazing. To a regular movie? No, to like a like a scuzzy still, LA porn theater that like still exists. I wouldn't even know. I, I live in LA. Know I wouldn't know where to find it. You can look it up right now. Go, look it up. Google. I'm gonna look. It you up. don't even have to look it up. I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me. Uh, there's still porn theaters. There's one actually in Queens. Yeah, there is one in Queens, but it also shows like Indian movies. It shows Bollywood and porn. Right. <laughs> great, great programming. Right. It's literally like a split. Like it's yeah. like, are you here for the Bollywood or are you here for the gay porn? Like I think yeah. it's that's literally what it's got. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that place really is a little gross. A little um, gross. Yeah, it sounds like. It. <laughs> well, you know what? The uh, clientele, at least like about half the clientele, is like maybe a little skeevy, un- unsanitary. But sure. you know, just bring some uh, hand, hand sanitizer. sanitizer. You're no, just wear gloves. Oh boy, you got to go. These days, you got to bring it everywhere anyway. So like, big deal. But so, yeah, so Paul Rubens comes back with this movie. Yes. This is like his him getting his chance, and and I think that I think he's pretty great in this. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, he's it's, good. It's a one joke performance, but right. it's still it's a good joke, and he does it well. I'm not a big fan of Farpay's humor. Yeah, my God, is that funny? It's funny. Yeah, is this I don't his like first back. Pretty from, much. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I don't like fart jokes much either. 
I I think he just sort of has some kind of a grasp on the pathos of this guy. Like, yeah. I don't know how else to describe why it works because there's nothing to him. No. no. If you and want to know my superpower, pull my finger. It's right. Really it's a very simple <laughs> joke. It's yeah. barely deployed in the movie. Like they do like two times. He's sort of helpful. Right, yeah. it's not like, he'd, like he's like saved the day. It's not that I do love him. Superpower. <laughs> him hitting on Janine Garofalo did make me laugh a couple times. So, sure. like, yeah. just, there's not enough. Wor- there's not enough beer in the world. Spleen when yeah, he tries spleen. to hit on her. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I'm trying to find where he was arrested. <laughs> You're trying to find where Fred Willard was arrested. Wrecked. I. I. <laughs> you want to. You want to get into Janine's the Tiki I Theater. Love in- I love Tiki. The theater? Tiki Theater. I didn't know there was in, a- in L.A. In Los Angeles. So weird. You don't know that vote. Uh, anyway, sorry. I uh, yeah, Janine Garofalo is great in this sure. movie. She's the standout, I think, she's, in this film. She's got something. She's really got something in this film. I, I think she's. I think she. She just gets it. I think she gets it actually better than anybody gets it. Mm. Ben Stiller's fighting it. It doesn't yeah, feel like he can that, let go. That's his the character. character sucks. Yeah. yeah. The but, problem with his character is he's, he fucking sucks. Well, it seems he's like... He's trying to derail the movie. Enough. You can do that he, for a bit, but like, get over it. It does feel like there was a lot of tension on this set oh really because i don't think that at least but ben like, stiller's talked about Jeanine it in must be pals or they were fine right. i think the issue was that kinka didn't know what the tone was yeah so sure. you had a bunch of different comedic styles right. all combating with each other a little bit so like macy's playing it straight yeah. azaria's doing the simpsons you know you've got azaria is my problem with this movie <laughs> And you've got Janine, who's the only Let's, one who really gets the lane this movie should exist She's in. good. She should show up earlier is one thing. Yes. You know, like, she should maybe be, like, the character. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because she's got this whole backstory that you get, like, half of. You know, like, you know, like you yeah. feel like, I could I could do with a, more of this. Yeah, yeah she's got an, uh, yeah. an Inigo Montoya kind of story, right? Yeah. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, with, like, you know, her, her beef is also with the second-in-command <gasps> guy. It's exact. Right. It's, like, literally yeah. the exact same fucking, fucking story, and it works really well. It works even better. I agree with you guys. It works even better if you had a really strong uh, lead performance. Not, not lead performance, lead character. Yeah. Um, I think I liked Mr. Furious more than you guys did, too. I, I liked Captain okay. Furious. I can really... Mr. Furious. I, Captain Amazing. Captain Amazing. Mr. I can Furious really Star. relate to Mr. Furious. That you're getting rage building. Right now, hearing you speak about Mr. Furious, I'm I'm getting... No, no, I I think it's a great superpower. It's such a real thing. Oh, it's such a good superpower. When he deploys it, it is funny. Yes. Uh, my issues, I think, are when he's That's, not deploying it. Right, right. right. The shot that they use every time of him of, over the... Yes, yes. Yeah. it's and fantastic. And I think you're totally... And him ripping up the car or trying to is so great. That's one of my favorite scenes of all of them just basically... Failing? Failing and just right. kicking his car But he gets right. the good fart in. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I hear what you guys are saying about fear. The, the, the point that really is kind of sticking with me is the idea that he's trying to derail the movie. He just keeps being like, I don't know, guys, I'm not into it. Like, every time. And I'm like, all right, Jesus, he's, what do you he want? He is the conflict in but the he, film. But he's also right. fucking right because the Sphinx doesn't know shit except how to... The Sphinx sucks. He's right about I the Sphinx. The Sphinx sucked. Oh, the Sphinx really makes me laugh. That is so <laughs> fucking funny. Well, it's funny that... <laughs> to go first, to go right, you must first go left is a line I always <laughs> think about. <laughs> I, I, I mean, think... Sure. It's insane that the Sphinx is in this movie. That the West Sudi and he's you know yeah. uh, he's on the poster. He's he's on the team, right? Mm-hmm. And every 
every superhero, not every, but a lot of superhero movies, or maybe I'm thinking of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm thinking there's the, the wise, mysterious mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, yeah. The so, Yoda so, character. So worth yeah. mocking. I, that I agree with. Well, I love right. that he's able to actually like split guns in half. That, with that he that can do that, cool. and then he never that does that was again. really funny. It's very funny. But I think he can cut guns in half with his mind. Like so when funny. William H. Macy yeah. says that, it sounds like he just made it up. And then he, <laughs> I think that's a good <laughs> gag. It's a good gag. Seven guns in half. It's a good gag. I also, I mean, West Judy is the oddest casting in this movie. He is. I mean, I guess it's what it's. It's Last of the Mohicans and Heat sure. are sort of the two that come to mind. He is so good in Heat. Well, oh, you, yeah. you also could have gotten anyone for that role. <laughs> like literally, any actor over fifty would have done that. Sure, sure, sure. No, I don't know. I it's a, it is interesting. Um, I think that uh, Jeffrey Rush has a has a tinge of the Merovingian in his in his delivery. He bores the shit out of me for some reason in this movie. I like Jeffrey Rush, yeah. you know, in general, a sure. lot in certain things. But yeah, yeah, the the accent. I don't know what the accent is. He's not is. that funny, and no. he's doing a lot of it. He, I, yeah, he's strange. In this. I don't really get who he is, apart from that he's a supervillain. I mean, yeah. Casanova's Frank. It's a great, a great name. name. It's a great name. I think Jeffrey Rush is overrated. I think we just in life. Two movies in a row. He sucked in uh, House on Haunted Hill. House on Haunted Hill is rough. And he's so well cast in that. That movie just blows. I mean, everything just doesn't work in that. beyond awful. You want that. Like, you read the cast. Like, it's such a good 99 cast, right? You're like, oh, Tay Diggs. I love this. But, yeah, it's a a horrible movie. And, like, he's he's the only one who's, like, even trying to have fun with it. It's so bad. He's been surprised. I think he's... Yeah, I think he's yeah. kind of garbage in this too. Honestly, like this, this should have been a really fun role too, and yeah. so many people would have just. But he gets nothing to do. That's because he's no one, good. Uh, enough. Everyone has five minutes. Maybe that's you on, know. maybe that's on Kinko, but uh, I don't, I'm, or on yeah. the script. But it's like he's. I don't. You, you're allowed to have a plot. You know what I mean? Is what I would say to the like. <laughs> he can have a real motive yeah. and plan. Whereas yeah. instead he's just like I'm the bad guy and I'm gonna turn on this machine that blows everything up because well, he's deployed. He it's not even on his own volition in a right. weird way. Like Captain Amazing is the one that lets him out. Right. So it's you know what I mean. It's, it's which weird... almost makes you yeah. Which almost makes you think that maybe it should have been a someone with even less yeah. um, agency. Sure. Yeah. Could, right. Considering it really is Captain Amazing's fault here. I don't know. I thought it was all right. <laughs> I thought. I, I mean, I like Mystery Man. It's not. I, I, you know, I thought the cast of Little Freaks thing was all right. I thought the Disco Boys thing was hysterical. I thought his gang Tom Waits of, is great. His crew was great. Tom, Tom Waits, Waits is, is good. Funny. Eddie Izzard, which is shit. this is that role that like time when he's in the Avengers too, and he's just like popping yeah. up in movies, and you're yeah. like, you don't have to say yes. You know, like, yeah. it felt yeah. like it was like you it can was say like, no. Hollywood's yeah. calling. I'm gonna answer the phone. <laughs> My favorite piece of Tom Waits trivia mm. is that he's doing all these weird things with his fingers. It's because he's written the lines. On his fingers, yeah. and he doesn't actually know his lines. Good for him. <laughs> That's just unbelievable. That is me. unbelievable. Why he's in this movie? He did not have to waste his time on this shit. Ben but he's that. great when he's like I at the old folks' home, hitting on all these ladies. No, he's. I mean, he's good. He's he's funny. He's he's a he's a good fourteenth lead, which is like that's the <laughs> thing. Like this movie goes so deep. Lead. You know, like, it goes Le- really Lena deep. Olin is in this. Yeah. Like, what's she doing? Claire in this? Forlani. Claire Remember Forlani. when Claire Forlani was a So thing? I watched this with my girlfriend who had seen this movie a million times because she used to rent it all the time. Like it was one of her like really? 12-year-old, like let me just rent this movie. Uh-huh. And she was watching it. She was like, I have no memory of this movie. Like she was like, <laughs> I swore I liked this movie, but I, she didn't even hate it. She was just like, don't remember that. Don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. And like Claire Forlani shows up and she's like, who is this? And I was like, it's Claire Forlani, like blank, <laughs> which is fair. And I was like, yeah, how do you just like she was in Meet Joe Black and this – yeah. And that's kind of it. Like it's like what happened to Claire? Fo- she I feel like she went away pretty fast. She did. Well, Micho Black 
kind of put a bullet Mitchell in her a little like, bit. Black is like she's the new ingenue, and then it, yeah. right, it sucks. Yeah. So everyone sort well, of yeah. Mitchell Black, it, it, it's it's a I don't know, it's a brutal movie. I actually so I did another podcast yesterday where I talked about Babe Pig in the City, which is a masterpiece. Of course, and Babe Pig in the City and Mitchell Black basically a bunch of people got fired from Universal because of those two films. Those mm-hmm. back-to-back, very expensive, big failures. But right. Mitchell Black is over three hours long. I'm aware. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, like, Mitchell Black is just a disaster. But Claire Filoni was also in a Kevin Smith movie. Am I crazy? No, she's in Mallrats. Yeah. Of yeah. course. That's the thing. Yeah. She comes she out of Mallrats. She Mallrats, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he uh, Kevin Smith cannot write women, and Mallrats is like... Uh, or men! Sure, <laughs> right. But at least he can write... Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, but, like, <laughs> well, when he got to, like, chasing... <laughs> Uh, he tried with Chasing Amy. When he got to Chasing Amy, yeah. he's I making more movie. of an effort. But I, like, I do. Me, I like Chasing Amy. Yeah. But like Mallrats is a movie where if you watch it now, you're like, when the women show up, you're like, what the, f- who is this supposed to be? <laughs> Yo, Has he ever met a woman? Yeah. I, I don't even, like, yeah. you know, they're allowed to be like nerdy ladies or whatever. But like, it just feels like he's like fantasizing about like, oh my God, the, the perfect girl would be this. By the way, and like, she's like struggling. She is the perfect girl. Sure. She's so beautiful. She's very, yes. But, yeah, she's wearing that like um, Japanese yeah. dress thing in this, which was like it's, that's very ninety nine. Yeah, yeah that, she that, just, she's in the Rock apparently. Yeah, she's in the Rock, right? She's but that's a minor role in the right, Rock, right? Yeah, I guess she's in the Rock. I'm just looking oh, her up right now. Oh, she's his daughter, right? Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. like a minute. Yeah. Yeah. She's just uh, yeah. It's just it just didn't happen for her. It, I, I'm sort of after, looking at the, after this. What's she doing? That's she ever play. do TV? She does Boys and Girls. Mm-hmm. The my cousin directed that movie. I'm not defending it. Sure. I'm just I'm saying. Right. I mean, I'm uh, just rolling for what it's worth. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, boys and girls. Boys and girls. She's in Antitrust. Do you oh, remember that movie? Of course. Uh, she's in North Fork, which is a weird movie a that weird I movie. kind of yeah, like North in Fork's a weird good. way. Those Polish brothers. She's the Medallion. I guess she's in that Jackie Chan movie. I, I never saw that one. I'm um, aware of it. Shadows in the Sun. Nope. No. 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 That for is. your consideration. I didn't know she was in that. She's in the. Uh, that's the. That's the, the bad movie. She's playing. She's playing herself. Oh really? Oh yeah, oh, you're right. She is. She's cool. playing That's grim for both of that. She does both a, her and the movie. She does 11 episodes of CSI New York. Um, she does what? Seven episodes of NCIS there Los Angeles. Eleven there's, episodes of CSI there New York. Is nothing more damning than doing low <laughs> I mean, look, double digits every, right. of a procedure. Right. It's like so. Wait, you didn't even do a season? Did you just like recur? You're just like yeah. the, what? You're like of, of the third CSI. Spin-off? She's like the like new the, janitor. Criminology. Oh, can, 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 can I go on a? I'm going to go on a CSI. Please, rant. please. Because okay. I'm obsessed with credit sequences. She's As done a lot. Fans might know. She's done a lot of these, like, guys. CSI. CSI, the original. Yeah. OG, Mothership. Which was, a, yeah, yeah. honestly, a good show for the first five years. Yeah. Credit sequence. What's the song? Uh, it's Pink who? Floyd? No. no, no. It's Who Are You, right? It's oh, Who Are sweet. You by The Who. Sorry. They're, which all, is, they're all Who songs. Yeah. I'm, get, I'm getting to this. <laughs> so it's Who Are You by The Who. One, good choice of song because they're trying to figure out who did it, right? So that's sure. fine. D- sure. D- David, I, I'm not going to actually, like... Cut you off? No, but you are a man after my own heart. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> so who are you, right? And two, it's a good theme song because yeah. it's got that recognizable hook. You know. Yeah. Also, we don't even know who the band is. Wh- who are they? <laughs> who, who? Right. Okay. So then they do CSI Miami. Yeah. And they choose "Won't Get Fooled Again." Perfect. Which is a it's a bold choice. That's like a seven minute song. It's a long song. No, I know, but like it also speaks to And it's to also the about like fuck the man, but it speaks to it a little yeah. bit. It sort of speaks yeah. to the Caruso character, right? 
It's it has the line oh. meet the meet the new boss same as the old boss, which is sort of a funny uh-huh. thing to choose for a spinoff. Oh, but I love this so much. <laughs> I think that's good. No one else has ever. No one else has ever talked about I think about, about this. this all the time. I think it's good because again, you just do the you know as we've all, we probably all watched that like compilation video of like yeah. all of his yeah, kiss off yeah. lines, and then you just do the yeah you know like it's it's good it's good so that's good. <laughs> then there's CSI New York, right? And at that point, they're like, we're locked in. We got to pick a Who song. And they pick Baba O'Reilly, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they mailed it in. They fucking, they were just <laughs> like, I don't know, Baba O'Reilly? I've seen I it. I know. It's like, the worst. I, I don't think I've seen five minutes of CSI New York. So I don't know what, like, the hook of that one even is. It's the same shit. It's Gary Sinise. I know that. It's set yeah. in New York. But, like, what's his deal? He's a Republican. Well, I know he's a Republican. <laughs> I, uh, no, it's like, like oh. is there anything going on in C- like so? Maybe they just didn't have a hook. No, but like, it, what does t- teenage wasteland? I've seen all you know. Like, you know, that has nothing to do with crime, forensic crime. Yeah, I was say, what does that have to do with cyber? Not, well, no, they no, should have done pinball wizard. It's not c- they should have done pinball wizard. That's you're right. It's it's a, cyber they should have done rain over me. No, okay, no, this for, was my question. Okay. I've never seen CSI cyber. Yeah. Did it have a Who song? It did. It what w- was it? I Can See for Miles. All right. Yeah, you know what? I did know that. I did know that. I've watched that good. That's, I mean, a, that's okay. I guess it's the it's internet. It's a little better. It's very short in, in my memory. It's like yeah, well, very short. I've that's spent, when they were right. Cutting yeah, they were the like, theme song. I've spent hours of my life yeah. going through the entire Who category. Sure. Category? No, what's the Catalog. 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 Thank you. Catalog. Looking for a better choice for CSI New York right. than Baba O'Reilly. Right. It has bothered me to my core. There may not be one. I mean, like, you know, the who were not writing these songs thinking, like, crime dramas. You know, like, so there might not be, like, a... <laughs> What, like, but in the, in the like at least they didn't do like behind blue eyes that would have sucked. But it, it, maybe not the Fred Durst version. But mm. if you <laughs> can, I also just say in the, that in the, I was just saying, in the absence of like in the absence of a perfect choice, don't just throw fucking Bob O'Reilly. That's the thing. At it's it. like that's their best song. Yes, maybe. it is. It's certainly their most. One of their most iconic. You know what it would right. be like if you're doing if you're doing a sports theory, a sports thing, right? If you're doing a sports show, if you're doing Friday Night Lights, you know Texas, sure. and right. then right. and you right. want to do Queen songs, and you go, "We will rock you, wonderful." Then right. the next one, you go, "We're the champions, perfect." Third one, you're like, oh, "We kind of ran out." How about Bohemian right. Rhapsody? How about we pick their like sort of magnum opus? <laughs> yeah, how about fuck <laughs> for CSI New York? I also can't even imagine how much money the Who made off of residuals so of much. every oh goddamn episode. They better every single they one. better make hundreds. Of dollars that that i it's hope they way do. more than that because they, they won't even dollars. let you like when we were when we were doing way sleepy more. hollow okay. way more. we tried now sleepy hollow as i remember had opening titles it did have opening theme. we pushed very hard for right, opening titles right. and we wanted a song of opening titles and and fox wouldn't give it to us like they, they were just like we're not paying so fox every said time. just like they're like the composer to yeah, do a, a composer you should have walked off <laughs> yeah but it's it, you. <laughs> it's just like that's what's crazy about get me the crystal method <laughs> they, they did the bones theme, guys. They did bones, bones. But it's uh, just like, the episode where we talked so uh, much bones on. Yeah, the keep. Uh, oh yes. shit! Should yeah. I not spoil? What? Who cares? Who, it's fine. We talk matter. a lot about bones. We talked about the TV show Bones on a recent blank check. Okay. Carry on. Sorry, um, but sorry. <laughs> uh, either way, bones. 
Bones. Mystery men. Mystery men. Uh, I think this. this I think squad. <laughs> I think that this entire film is shot with a wide a angle fisheye lens. Squad. Yes, yeah, yeah. The, the fisheye lens Love is it. funny. Right. It's also all low angle. Yep. It's it's a. It actually, in its weird way, feels like a a, a Hooper joint. Yeah, sure. Because it's he all loves, shot like oh, from like a six year old's perspective of, of a fucking Give me that under chin. You know the way I feel yeah. about Hooper. Yeah, Cats is going to be great because it's going to be all that. Oh shit. no, no. He's 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 he's. He's smelling his own shit too much. Uh, he's so underrated. People think he's a joke. People Kings, do think he's a joke, and he has made two pretty watchable movies and two abhorrently bad movies. What are the two watchable ones? Damned United, which is good. Oh, I haven't seen Damned mm. United. Okay, sorry, I haven't seen that one. And uh, and I think King's Speech is like you know yeah, perfectly yeah. watchable. King's like, Speech is totally yeah. King's Speech is excellent. But he is doing all his shit, and the first time you see it, that's you're what like, I like. Oh, about I like it. it. Yes, it's intimate. Right. It's a, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. right. It's discombobulating, and yeah. then when he's doing it in Les Mis, you're like, "This is what, what is you this? chose to do for Les Mis." Totally like, yeah. We finally <laughs> got a Les Mis you know, yeah. movie, yeah. and it's yeah. this shit. Yeah, yeah, so fucking. You're movie. finally getting a Cats movie. Uh, in the wrong cats, hands. he can ruin all. I, don't care. I think people think that <laughs> ruin away. I think people think the cats are the worst. Every podcast <laughs> we talk about how it's the worst, but it's bad. Uh, I think people think King's Speech is like total garbage because it be no, it's it fine. Be social it's network. not total garbage. It, yeah. King's Speech it, is fine. in the wrong hands. It's Green Book, and it's. Not Green Book. It's yeah. so no, fucking good. I like I like King's yeah. Speech. Okay. I like King's um, Speech. I, I mean, I remember watching it. I remember Danish it Girl is rough. Danish Girl is the one that I'm Whoa. like, that might be when he lost touch with all of it. Well, yeah. wait till we see Cats. I can't wait for Cats. Uh, I'm excited. I'm but, very excited for Cats. Like, yeah. that, it has Trainwreck or, you know, like, it's going to be, it's going to be something. Could you imagine if it was like, if it, a star is born to all of us? That would be something. That it's coming out insane. the same day as episode nine. They're going to move it, right? No. 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 <laughs> great you won't let them no. <laughs> no, I think they're quite rightly, they're like, we need some. We're, we're, we're going to put it right there. It's, you know, that's not a movie that needs to open huge. Like, you know, it, it'll open fine. I don't know, guys. But it'll get that, like, family movie runoff when people are, you know, I mean, the, the old daddy's home trick of like, well, people, people are trying to see Star Wars, but it's sold out. And Let's they're just like, cats? what can the whole family Maybe. agree on? Like, yeah. what what can the whole family f- get into? <laughs> when I say cats. when I say move, it's about cats. <laughs> when I say Wait, move, I don't mean like cats. Dying cats. Oh. I'm not saying like months. I'm <laughs> saying days. Like, I wonder if they just Maybe. shift it by a couple cats. days just to get word of mouth out about cats. I've, cats. Ne- I've never heard that it's a daddy. Cats. Home, cats daddy's is, home trick. That's brilliant. The daddy's home trick. Yeah, it's daddy's brilliant. home made like 150 million dollars. Oh yeah. That's and so everyone's like, really, daddy's home? I don't even. Yeah, I don't remember that. Coppola called one of the ten best movies of all time, right? She did. Uh, maybe that was <laughs> that was weird of the decade. <laughs> uh, so something that you will appreciate is that a number of the sets used in Mystery Men were from Batman Forever. It just that's so that I didn't know that, but that makes so much sense. It's just, it's just that's what that is. Especially some underpass. Like, I was just going to say he loves an underpass. <laughs> loves yeah. a fucking bridge. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that makes sense. Right. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, apparently, at one time, Danny DeVito was set to direct it and star in it as that the shoveler. Sounds better. It sounds better. It that sounds good. so much better. I could see him as a shuffler. I mean, better than King Usher. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Anyone <laughs> is probably better. But, like, that sounds... He's a yeah, good director. He's the I right mean, guy. he kind of, you know, yeah. lost it at the end there. But, like, he made good movies in the yeah. 90s. I, I adore War of the Roses. It's one of my favorite Yeah, War of the Roses is great. Matilda's good. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I don't know. I, interesting. I, I think it's interesting that this film. So this was just sort of floating around, and it, and King Usher was just, King it was just like, hey, right? take a shot. Just, sure. I guess you're visual. And also, we need a visual guy. I imagine probably cheaper, right? Like Danny yeah, DeVito's course, probably right. going to ask for more money. He's probably going to want more. And he wants more, to play the shoveler or whatever. He wants right. to play all that shit. And he's going to want like 
participation probably in the sure. profits. And right. Kinka's like, where do I where do I sign? My name's Kinka. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm a guy called Kinka. Kinka. Um, so He's French, I believe. Well, let's talk about the plot a little bit. Is it? If is you're, it actually, if you're, is, think so. So is it Uche? Kinka. Uche. Uh, uh, yeah, he's French. Born in France. Really? That's Indian, right. though, right? Obviously, uh, I'm assuming. I really have no idea. It just says he was born in France, grew up in Europe and the United States, and was at one point a sous chef. There is. Have you looked? Are you on his Wikipedia right now, or are you on? IMDb? I am. I'm on his. Wikipedia. If you look at the Mystery Men Wikipedia, there is an amazing uh, bit here that I'm going to read because it's just it makes me laugh. Um, Mystery Men. Up here. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince—they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and three hundred sixty-five day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, it says that the director of this film... It's it's pretty amazing. Uh, it says, sorry, one second. Where the hell is it? Um, basically, it was just saying that the director has like a son and lives in Los Angeles. No, that's on his personal page. I'm going to read okay. it to you right now because I do. have. Thank you. He is dedicated. This is under personal life. This is under personal. This is life, entire Kenny. personal life. Yeah. Apparently, he is dedicated in direct to directing in the United States, so he can be near his home in Los Angeles. He has a child. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also just weird to be like, like who wrote this i live in la unlike most filmmakers <laughs> so i need to make movies in the u.s like okay it's crazy mm. kinka um so you want to get into the yeah, plot let's, of let's just dive into the pl- sure. plot of mystery men here um I-, I think that immediately it's this movie looks expensive that first shot where mm. we're swooping over i mean it's your classic cg shot of a cg essentially gotham it does feel like a, a very gotham very gotham, 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 gotham yeah. uh we're in some sort of I, so we, we're immediately in some old person ball of some sort <laughs> very strange <laughs> concept here <laughs> yeah i guess it's like a fundraiser for like a retired person's home or something yeah, i have no it's an idea old folks it's home. so bizarre it's just so they can do the bit of like Oh, a fake arm and uh, right, like so right. Which do is also why that. is that in it? I don't know. There's a Busby Berkeley bit of yeah. them all like in their on their electronic chairs. It's weird. This is Artie Langberson. This is good stuff, guys. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not against it. I'm just is, like I don't get it. It's this the thing is that the feels very Schumachery because like those movies are always like. Uh, Mr. Freeze attacks when like the museum is having an ice skating fundraiser. Right. Like the museum froze the ballroom floor. <laughs> like what is this? Like you know, the, or like and poison ivy attacks when yeah. there's like a jungle fundraiser. And, like it's so elaborate. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. yeah. Maybe those are good too. Maybe. Oh well, I, 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 I'm a forever. I, I, I ride for. Really like. I that think. All right. Forever. So I actually 
think Batman Forever is fine. Like, I think wow. <laughs> you are backtracking. No, I was just joking about them being good. Oh, okay. I think Batman Forever is fine. Like, I was so excited for it when it came out. I think I liked it a lot when I was I mean, a I was kid nine years old. Yeah. I was the right I, age for Batman Forever. I, I, like, like, like honestly. for a nine-year-old. When I, when I saw that, that trailer. Sure. And the fucking, the, the. Question mark oh, goes okay. over the bat signal. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I think I, the, the Riddler, Riddler is a foot. That's, what, that's yes, when you know the Riddler, the Riddler is a foot. Is a foot. And right. I, I, I felt some kind of way at that moment. The Riddler is and so I did. Weird. I really enjoyed that movie. <laughs> we don't get enough riddles. It's just weird. We don't, we don't. The, the Riddler's like, I'm going to be the Joker. And it's like, there's already Joker. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> what's, like, what's like a joke? It's like a joke. You know, but like, sort of like, sort of like a joke. Like, what's a thing you say to prompt what's a response like a that's kind of funny? It doesn't have to be. I don't know, Riddle? Uh, yeah, cool. I'm that, I'm that guy. I'm the Riddler. I can't believe I'm doing Riddler bits. It's great. He's weird. It. You remember when people are like, no one's going to do the Riddler. And I'm yeah. like, how's he going to figure out that guy? Like, they that really thought, people were making like fan posters. Yeah, it is. They thought it was a happy. It is a travesty that but nobody else saw has Nolan's Riddler. A travesty. I mean, but like, I guess it's like I, a guy who's like obsessed with like games or something. Like, I'm trying to think of like how Nolan's well, like, like realistic puzzle, universe, right? Sure. So it's like the puzzler. Like if he comes Maybe at it from Inception like a puzzle, is his Riddler. <laughs> it's his, that's, right. it's, it's his Riddler movie. That's, that's what right. it is. He was Little, like, I could never Leo fit it in, <laughs> but I'm just gonna here work it out. The Riddler. So then we meet our we meet our heroes. We meet Mr. Furious. We meet the so, Shoveler. We meet Blue Raja. Yeah. Oh, we are. So let's do that. What Fuck is him. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts? But what's the bit? I don't. It actually makes a lot of sense if you think about it, and you know your history. Go uh, on, in, please, in, please, 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 please. Well, yeah, because the British, yeah, we, of course. I, I, yeah, well, I mean, he has the whole I know, incredibly just... overlong speech where he's like uh, the British Raj, which means like he's yeah. like giving you a sort of a a summary. Yeah, is the joke uh, just the that he's picked this fucking ridiculous thing to do? Because like you know we meet him and you know lives with his mom and he doesn't really talk like that. It's a terrible. It's a, the whole thing is terrible. No one is ever you. like what? Why forks? And he's like the thing about me and forks is it's like the, so the joke has to just be that he picked the most niche hero thing in the world. I just I, I yes that's the joke. Yeah. The joke is that, yes. that he's so niche that yeah. he won't even throw knives even though he calls himself but a master of color. I have but I appreciate that they they built this character just to make fork and spoon puns. And but and I made true. I might have made him the silver wearer. Sure. sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, Mr. Silver. The, the cutlerer. The cutlerer. Yeah. Something sure. along those lines. I, Blue Raj is terrible. I but I mean, I think it's funny that they're like, "Why are you called Blue Raj? It doesn't make any sense." You don't wear blue. You don't, don't even wear have blue. blue yeah. Yeah. Like that's a funny scene, although it's not addressed. But that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but like, <clears throat> Azaria doing a funny voice I know. is very hit or miss for me. Like, obviously, I love The Simpsons. Sure. But like, you know, uh, you think of like America's Sweethearts or like the Birdcage. You know, like the it's bird like cage. you bird know, cage. he he goes one note, yeah. and that's what he's giving you. He could do. He is funny in the Birdcage. He's hilarious. Yeah. Like, you know, that's the thing is like he can be funny because you're like, yeah, you're you're a smaller part of the movie and you're just here for like energy. Yeah. And he can give you like huff. You know, he that's can true. do serious for if you want. He can yeah. give you fucking uh yeah. ah, what's he in now? What's it called? Brockmire. Oh right. Yeah. You know, like he can yeah. give you a, a performance yeah. or he can give you this. And this it's yeah. like a guy who does one bit and you're like Ah, this bit's not that funny, and he's like, "Oh, really? That's two hours of this. That's all I got. This is this is me." Well, do you think that that's again not to keep 
kicking Kinka. Kick him. But it does feel <laughs> it does feel like there's just no direction, right? So these actors no, are, are, le- no. are are left to their sort of and own. You're devices. right about the tone. Like yeah. it's so like one guy's going to do this, and one guy, yeah. and like there's never going to be an attempt to like sync them all up. So I think that that's why that's are they per- friends? They're the only guys who do this in the city. But then there's like a million other guys who do it. So why are the well, three of them doing it? Because they're kind of good at they're it. Like, they're like okay at they're it. Like, yeah. okay, they're not yeah, they're terrible. above average. Right. Like, they're yeah. better than zero. I think we're, I think the shoveler, William H. Macy. He's, he's my favorite character. He really would hang it up if he didn't have like some skills. You know? No, he yeah. can hit people he's with a shovel. A family. I love his look. Yes. I love. I think he's the best, most dialed into what I want yeah. from this movie, which is like the, yep. the uh, blue collar, yeah. working class hero guy. Uh, I love Macy. I just love Macy. The like best. I love his Lundergardishness in this movie. Yeah, just, exactly. Yeah. His sort of right. He's his sort of like shucks-ish. baleful and like you know um, what do you call? Uh, he's a sincere guy. Well, I he's, like he's, he's just come off of playing Quiz Kid Donnie Smith, so right. I imagine oh, he's probably yeah. He's really that's the thing though. <laughs> Macy's re- this is like primo. Macy is one of our great character actors. I mean, obviously we all still like Macy, but he's been on Shameless for a zillion years, and we don't yeah. see a lot of him. Anymore. But like you know, it's like. Boogie Nights is a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Obviously, Fargo, Air Force One, one of the great last lines. <laughs> it was you! Do you know they're making Air Force Two? I think oh, that's happening. That. Air Force kidding Two? kidding me? Is Basie back? I don't know. If is it about the back. vice president's plane? I don't know if it's about Terrible. the vice president. Terrible. Uh, uh, because they're not going to turn down the opportunity to do Air Force Two. Like, it's in they're development at Sony. Air Force Two? Yeah, Sony. What if it was a boat? No! <laughs> Get out of here! That's just under siege! <laughs> that's Navy One. <laughs> I think it would be good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember in Air Force One when Xander Berkeley, who yeah. we all know was, you know, is the bad guy? Yes. It, in, but he keeps it from them until right at the end when it's time for them to jump out. And then he shoots him. Mm-hmm. And Macy's like, it was you! It's so good. <laughs> and then, then that <laughs> terrible <laughs> CG plane. Oh, boy. They yeah. were they just didn't finish that. Right? Like, that them. has to be what that <laughs> It was is. a rush Because that's like an expensive movie. Yeah. Such good stunts. Yeah. Lots of great. And then, like, at the end, they're like, like it looks terrible. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. Ricky Jay's in this movie. For two minutes. For two minutes. Yeah. He's got a great line. Death Man is dead. Yeah, no, that scene is really funny. The thing about this movie that's unfortunate is when Captain Amazing shows up, you're kind of like, I could have a whole movie yeah. about this guy who was maybe once good mm-hmm. and now is like, you know. Turned into corporate. Right, is now yeah. gone corporate and yeah. is sort of like completely He's lost. He's kind of it. like a corporate Buzz Lightyear, mm-hmm. which yeah. I think, which I think he, which Kinnear works. is like well cast. He's dialed Perfect. into it. He knows yeah. very he knows funny. Yeah. I, I, I'm a Kinnear fan. Um, I think there's a version of this movie where a superstar plays this role yeah. that might be interesting or mm-hmm. bad yeah but, you know like the movie could have pulled that trick of like we're gonna get like tom cruise maybe maybe you can't get Cruise, but like who's yeah. who's like right below him i mean brad pitt i don't know like someone like, like uh, yeah i mean yeah. that's interesting leo like i don't fucking know but like you know yeah. you get someone where it's like oh yeah. my god but they're only in it for 10 yeah, minutes and you know right yeah it's a golf thing yeah that is the best twist in the movie Yes. Oh, it's, it's a total shock. It's a great gag. It's oh, so funny. So funny. The, the how that many scene times? Is very funny. Right. The toggle many, discussion. In Toto, how many times do you want me to flip? This I think that fantastic. scene is so funny because it's great. It's realistically confusing. Yes! <laughs> yes! You don't really it's know perfect. what he's asking for, yes! and then he's getting short-tempered because they're annoying. It's like, great. I I get him being annoyed with them, where he's like, "Who are these fucking clowns?" <laughs> and like. 
And then I like that the Blue Raja does it, and the rest of them are like, you killed yeah. him. Yeah. We are not responsible. And Janine Grilafalo is like exactly where like my head is. She's like, so funny. Instead of the one that you may have done by right. accident, how many – Like, what's – let's reset to zero. How many times are we going to move the toggle? Uh, I also just love that his last line is, that's the wrong switch. Yes. I, 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 it's great. He, I love Kinnear. He's great. Oh, he's very Kinnear. underrated because he, he became he a type. Now? I don't know. What is he doing now? I mean, he, he, did, that, to, he did that show Rake a couple years ago. Which I remember that because that was, that was, was the year of Sleepy. And he made yeah. such a stink out of it. He turned down Big Love. He turned down um, Parenthood. He turned down both the leads in those shows because he was like, I'm not doing TV. I'm not doing TV. And Insane mistake. Who was his agent? Who was like, turn this down, Greg. We definitely still can find you a leading role. Like, what the Mm. fuck? I I guess it was after Little Miss Sunshine. So he's like, he thought he was a big I made a big movie again. Like, But like, he should be the lead in Parenthood or whatever. Like, I guess that's he's, great. I guess he's in House of Cards. Oh yeah, right. He was the Spacey replacement. Okay, and then uh, he is in an but, episode of The Twilight Zone, the new, the sure, new one. Sure. But yeah, it's it's. That's, he's very that's funny he's in Kimmy Schmidt, which he played himself in for a couple episodes. Where the joke is that they googled white guy not scary <laughs> <laughs> to have a co-star for that's Titus fantastic. and a poster. It's very funny. That's really funny. Very funny. Uh, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I also have to say too that I like that in a weird way I like that Captain Amazing Mm. sets the whole thing in motion that he's the one that wants a villain to like it has almost a watch mini kind of vibe to it where he's looking for the the Batman thing you know the looking out the window thing yeah yeah Yeah. so like he is the the orchestrator of his own demise which I think is clever in its own way Uh, you know I, I like that I liked the scene in the insane asylum. I thought it was funny. Lena Olin. Any of the stuff that's really directly mocking like Batman is pretty funny. Yeah. Or Superman. Like, you know, I think that's funny because of course it's insane that these guys are always like breaking out or getting out of the Arkham Asylum. Uh, I think the, the, the conversation about he has classes, like it's great. It's great. It's a great bit. I guess no one had ever done that bit like in a movie, (laughs) right? Like they got there first. Now no one can do that. Yeah, I someone mean, can do. It. I even yeah. think like no one remembers when Captain movie. Amazing is captured by <laughs> Casanova, and then he's trying to convince him to let him go. I also kind of think that's Kinnear's great. good. I, I mean, that, good that's stuff. my take there on is that good stuff in this. I find the scene though where they're like, "Well, you disabled this thing," and he, you know, it, I'm like, "All right, I get it." Jesus Christ! I, for some reason, that does not amuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they're like playing the mind games with each other, and they're like, "We know each other so well." Well, you know, Cap- but it's okay. The, the, the little mistake I think they made because the scene with Ricky Jay is so fucking great in the car. It's yes. right. It's fantastic. But the insinuation is that Casanova Frankenstein is like his scarecrow because sure. he's like the seventh guy he gets to. Right. You know, he's like, oh yeah, he was a good villain. Right. Let's and then when he shows up, they're out. like, we are, it's we like, are each other's. Yeah, you're right, Joker. Nemeses. Yeah, yeah. It's the bat. It's a. It's the, when he definitely it's a Lego a, Batman joke, right? Right. Right. You know, I guess that, I get that. Captain Captain Amazing is Casanova Frankenstein's foil, but he fucking said Death Man first, and then he said fifteen other and Death guys. Man sounds like a yeah. big deal. You don't want to fuck with Death. <laughs> he sounds scary. Fortunately, he's dead. Right, he's dead. <laughs> but Casanova Frankenstein, yeah, he feels like the guy who's in your fourth movie, where it's like, what's his deal? Well, he's spooky. Yeah, he's, right, you know, he's like, like yeah. Jamie Foxx as Electro. He has, a, you know, it's over. A finger. You know still got a Mandarin finger, various yes. devices on his yeah. fingers. Yeah, I. It's funny because you saying that made me think of. Do you remember when, before Batman and Robin came out, 
Yeah. There was the Batman triumphant rumors. Of course. Where they were trying to figure out like what's what's the follow up to Batman Forever. And right. there was a whole cavalcade of people that were that were mentioned. And one of them was Howard Stern as the scarecrow. Right. Insane. Insane. Kind Any of what Casanova is, Frankenstein right. is. Yeah, you're right. He's got a real Howard Stern vibe. Yeah. You're right. Like got a Howard Stern look. And, and and what he's doing as well is yeah. trying to fuck with you know so there is there's something kind of I don't know. I'm sure that's unintentional, but it just sort of made me think about it. Batman Triumphant. Like, what a, oh, that movie. Who was in, like, Demi Moore? It was, like, a whole... It was, I, so everyone many people was been, in that. Right, it was right. just, like... I almost crazy. wish they made, like, 300 of those, kind of like the old Adam West series, where we got every star ever playing And some, he had, like, Calendar Man and made Solomon Puzzler Grundy or whatever. And all right. these, yeah. Yeah. Puzzler, all these, right. I know. Like, I love Riddles? it. That was my favorite part. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's been taken, it's been too. Taken. Yeah. <laughs> Puzzler was the best. He was like this dandy. He was like yeah, Oprah Wade. I, I mean, I watched every episode of that. Of really? The, of the old Oh, show. it's the greatest. They right, should right. start a new, a new one called The Limerick. That could the, be a new the, the, vi- villain. He speaks in limericks? Yeah. The, 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 the lim- limericker. so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that once was a, yeah, like, you'd be so Im- immediately like, oh, enough of this guy. <laughs> take, take, <laughs> right. take Gotham, it's fine. <laughs> right. I'm going to Metropolis. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's amazing. It's I, weird. Yeah, no, no, go no, ahead. No, I was just, I was just gonna say that I actually think that Ben Stiller and Claire Filani have chemistry. Sure. I just, they're in a different movie. I guess so. I, yeah, I don't know if we need that. He has a very like sweet line. It would just be nice to walk you home. Was yeah. so sweet, and she has. He a great is line. at his hottest. I think he looks so cute. I felt movie. that. I, way I too. love the sort of yeah. leather jacket wearing stubble. You know, five o'clock shadow. Ben totally. Stiller, well, very, very I always cute. resent uh, Zoolander a little bit because the joke of Zoolander is that, like, quote unquote, these two ugly guys would never be yeah. models. They're fucking They're great really looking, looking guys. guys. Sure, right. So I, I hate. All right, that's the end of that story. It's good mm. to know we all think Stiller. Yeah, no, hot. I, I think he's Stiller's hot. great in this movie. And I, and no, she no, is, no, hot. Yeah, he's hot. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, I, I also love the, her line to him where she's like, where she's like, just be Roy. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's no, lovely. I mean, that's fine. Like, that's a nice theme. It's a nice thing. And, it's all yeah. fine. I'm sort of like, is this, but like when that's happening, you're like, you're saying, it's like, is this now the Mr. Furious movie? Like, what, yeah. what is this? Don't they have to go fucking. It's also, weird. the timing of this thing makes no sense. He puts him in the chair and he's like, in a day, like, it's all going to go down. It and feels like days. Many days yeah. pass. There's they they no do the question. tryouts. They do the all this. They do all kinds of things. They go to the Sphinx. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. that's never the explained. Make God, sense. What a bad Which is a dumb. I really have turned on it. <laughs> it's not bad. It's it just feels like it no like you're like no one ever came in and was like here's what this movie's definitely about and like you know let's like tighten everything up. It's also it's way too long. It's way too long. Why do you think that happened? Because in general that happens and your podcast is about this, but sure. in general that happens. We like auteurs, right? <laughs> yeah, because people just let this guy do what he wants to do. Right. How does that happen with a nobody director? No offense, Kinka. On his first movie, um, I don't know. I think it's cheap enough. Not that it was cheap, but it was cheap enough that it could sort of like sneak. You know, it was not too heavily scrutinized. Maybe you know, and it's like the, none of the stars are big enough to make a fuss. Mm-hmm. So like, Stiller's not going to go to the head of Universal and be like, "This guy's a fucking disaster." Or you know, if he is, they'll just be like, "Don't worry about it, Ben." You know, so no one's big. No one's influential enough. It's just kind of happening. Yeah, it, it it also feels like in a weird way. It's not that big a budget. 
at the time. I mean, it's it's a big budget. It costs as much as the Matrix, which is crazy. Yeah, but also people also think the Matrix. The Matrix. They, also yeah. a, <laughs> they also put a lot into it. Like this movie was was heavily marketed. Sure. So yeah. it was kind of a big temple thing for the studio. They thought it was going to pop. They thought they had. They, mean, they really did think they had something. I mean, maybe yeah, they but, thought it was good. But they put it out in August, which yeah. is a sign that you know it's bad. Maybe you still think it'll make money, but you're not like. Yeah. I mean, maybe that was before August. Kind of used August like you could is your now first summer, weekend. right? Right. Well, you could. You the could. Whole, the things. whole year is now summer, right? Yeah, that's true. But too. yeah, they really. I do remember August was just wasteland when we were younger. Yeah, I August agree. was the rough yeah. horror movies. I don't know. Yeah. So they they start to put their crew together at this point. Okay. Um, they go to the and I kind of like the Invisible Boy bit. I'm not going to lie. I, the I'm only invisible when no one looks at it's me. It's funny. It's a funny line. But it's a little bit of a heady joke. Like, yeah. In a weird way, just like, wait, but what? Like, it's hard to sort of, I don't know. I still thought it was funny. I, I think Kel is really funny in this. Yeah, I do too. Um, I always feel for him. I'm Every in the back I... for Kel. I <laughs> yeah. like him. I feel for him too in terms of like, you know. Stardom I, that, that is Right. He cut. never really got to happen. Well, yeah. it's, you know, it's Keenan Michael Key to Keenan's. Jordan Peele. Sure, I mean, I, I always kind of feel duos. Like, yeah. I mean, I love Keenan. I loved Keenan and Kel, and Kel is in that show. You're like, well, Kel is the star here. Well, that's what he's I all energy. Yeah. But you know, if you watch it now, you one, you realize like Keenan is like a brilliant like master of comic yeah. timing. Yeah. Like, and yeah. he has the harder role, and he's better at it. Kel's funny, but he's yeah. energy. He's all energy. Like, that's what he'll give you. It's he's like, he's really good. You know, it's like Laurel always made more than Hardy, right? Sure. Yeah, it's harder to be the straight man. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think Kel's a lot of fun. He also Let's has go. some – he's got some good lines in this. He says, hey, Dad, I'm going to my room with three strange men. That's a <laughs> very funny line. Especially like, off it's like – It's very funny because it's tossed sh- off and no one yeah. brings it up again. And his, sh- his <laughs> shtick about nobody being able to see him, you, yeah. you immediately think it's because, you know, he's just kind of a boring right. nobody boy. Yeah. Um, I, think his, I think his hero moment is – Fantastic! Yeah, I do too. Probably the best moment and of the movie Gina, for me. Again, Gina just killing it yeah. in terms of like maybe she just put some clothes on. Right. Uh, then we cross with the spleen at the diner. He does yeah. his farts. He kills a bunch of people or knocks them out. <laughs> it knocks seems them out. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's just weird that I they're like, like that audio. It's weird that they're like, oh fuck, the spleen's coming. Like uh, avoid <laughs> this guy. And then yeah. he like you know knocks people out, and they're like, I guess that's, that's useful. <laughs> Did you never talk to him before? Or something? Like I don't. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I hate nitpicking this movie though because like who cares? It's it's a silly. It's a silly. Yeah. Movie. That's yeah. the thing where it's like you can't. And which you can't I, get which too was mad I think part it. of your point earlier when we before, when we were off mic we were talking about it, we were texting a little bit where you're just like it's just a fun movie like it it, it shouldn't be overly scrutinized which I don't think is I that's, think it's true. I mean that's ultimately how yeah the, the, we're doing the thing in the podcast which is fine which is what the podcast is for yeah where we're we're holding it up to kind of heavy scrutiny and it doesn't hold up which is fine. Watching the movie with my kids and low expectations, I thought it was great. And right. I also said to you, and I believe this, ripping off Burton and uh, Terry yes. Gilliam no is, usually a rep- is usually a recipe for disaster. And I don't think that they I, – I don't think that he fell flat on his face this like is very most Burton-y. people do. Yeah. <laughs> and also kind of had that kind of uh, Gilliam – Manic energy. Yes. Manic energy, yeah. Brazilian yeah. thing going yeah. on. And like, usually that's just that's just a disaster for whoever tries that. I don't think that this was a disaster. I, I think agree he, with that. I think he, I it's do. Not I think he kind of stuck the landing. He's not a good director, but it's not like he's right. Like he's he did humiliate himself. Oh man, <laughs> another, another <laughs> French one. one yeah. Of but um, um, are you guys going to do Gilliam someday? Maybe he was on our bracket one year. He's verging on the territory of like hasn't he been discussed enough? But he's so you know he <laughs> fits our model yeah. so much because he's uh, had he's had a couple. 
He's had at least one blank check, right? What do you think his blank check is? His blank check is Bear Munchausen, um, which is where he convinces a studio <laughs> to give him a lot of money for that. Uh, and it's not even a terrible movie, but like, you know, where he's like, I'm going to adapt this like great German picaresque novel. Like, where you're like, and they're like, sure, 50 million bucks or whatever they gave him. <laughs> Build all those sets, you know. Um, I don't hate Munchausen. No, it's fun. Yeah. It's it's all over the place. Yeah. My it, favorite yeah. Gilliam is 12 Monkeys. I like it when he has a script, like when he's a little more bound in. I mean, Fisher I love King Brazil. Is, Fisher King Brazil. might be my favorite. Fisher King's good. My, yeah, that's the thing. Favorite, Those are strong scripts. Yeah. My favorite is 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys not, so it's great. not because great it's a great Gilliam movie, though. Like, but Brazil he, is the pretty, one that yeah, really yeah, feels right, like right. this This guy is off the chain, and I think I it's amazing. Yeah. But, like, great. 12 Monkeys is just kind of on that, like, 12 Monkeys fucking rules. Speaks yeah. to me kind of thing, you know? But that's it. He didn't make another good movie. Fear and Loathing's okay, but it's like, yeah. It's kind of a hassle. <laughs> he, <laughs> hey, buddy. Fear and Loathing's doing? good. <laughs> well, Fear, Fear and Loathing's, like, yeah. really great for 45 minutes, and then you're like, enough already. You know, Fear like, and Loathing is really great when you're in college, sure. you're drinking and smoking a lot, and you're watching it, like, every night. Hard sign off on that. Yeah. <laughs> certainly have seen it several times. I also feel like he also inherited that project. Good like, Fear and Loathing? Yeah, because, yeah, like, yeah, Alex yeah. Cox shot right. Right. a little bit of it yeah. before he was kicked off of it, and then, I, so, it, it's, you know. It's a weird movie. It's a weird movie. But it, I, I still like it. But anyway, Gillian would be an interesting guy for you to get. Yeah. Uh, so now we've got our tryouts. Yeah. The tryouts, which aren't great. No, like, not that, funny. That, those should be a lot this should, this should be a lot kill, right? This, this should like, be this is so funny. Barrel. Yeah, I just not don't get funny. it. Not funny. None well, of them are funny. The Dane Cook thing is not good. Oh. Before, <laughs> great to see him, though. Oh, yeah. Dane shows up in this one. He plays yeah. a guy called the Waffler. Yeah. And it's like one of those things where you're like, wow, he always, this was always yeah. his shtick. Yep, yep, yep. You know, that, 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 like, I'm just going to yell louder and louder so that you're like, I guess this is funny. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not, it's not great. The, the the thing about Dane Cook, he's the fucking worst. Everyone knows it. There was a time where he was considered the fucking best. Yeah, and people sure. forget yeah. this. Like before Aziz, who was like the guy immediately after Dane, mm-hmm. in New York City, Dane, everyone was on board. Everyone in the comedy community I was, was not on board. on board. Good for you. But <laughs> he, was, yeah, he was a guy who could walk into a little room and yell a lot. And everyone was like, wow, the every, energy of this guy. But every comedian was on board. Ugh. He was a comedian's comedian for a while. So I – can't really Ugh. kill this movie for using him. It's no, I got no beef with him, but it's just yeah, one of those I, things I where you're like, that, oh, sure. Dane Cook. And then like, oh, yeah. Right. Well, he's, yeah. He that, sucks. That's, yeah. but, that's him. Yeah. It would be weirder if you saw him and he hadn't figured his bit out yet. And yeah. he was just being kind of like regular and you were like, oh. I It would have been interesting. Right, exactly. I guess he hadn't like. <laughs> hadn't found himself yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I also felt like PMS Avenger. He's no, that, that, like, joke's, I mean, that joke is so joke. 90s. What are you going to do? But it's not funny. That's the problem. It's like. You know, if you're going to make a period joke, do more than it, the length of right. a period, which is the joke they, she yeah. has. Yeah. The, the much more problematic joker is the two Wonder Woman fighting. Ugh. And everyone's Yeah, that's another and, one, too. Yeah. But that's another one where you're like, did you do this for like five minutes? You know, like, yeah. come on. This is joke. You also know. Come up with a thousand funny I'm superheroes and pick the five best. And you know they and shot they a bunch. Eight. Yeah, this right. was the best. Exactly. This was the cream of the crop. Or some producers like, you know what would be so good? Is too it hot. too yes. hot? Yeah. Wonder Women. Mod wrestling. guarantee that's what happened. And they were yeah. like, King Usher was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fucking cameras <laughs> over there. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's just – and it's unfortunate that it's not until now that we get Janine. So we've got a good – Right, this We're like an hour. We're an hour in. We should be 20 minutes in, which is problem one. <laughs> and two, Janine should probably have been yes. in it from the beginning. We're an yes. hour in? About that. Yeah. You're an hour in, but the other problem is we got an hour left. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, Jesus. Yeah. It's, 
We haven't even <laughs> formed the team. It's crazy. It's crazy. <sighs> Uh, which, which I means do we like haven't that. Haven't met the Sphinx either yet. No, no, oh, he's man. been invoked. Oh, we're gonna, we're going to get there pretty quick though. But yeah. uh, I like that it's a reality by reunion. Mysterious. I like that we get uh, Ben Stiller and Janine Garofalo back together in a Universal movie. Weirdly, interesting. Sure. Uh, I do. We talked about how much we love the car attack. I like that Hop Louie shows up as the. Have you been to remember Hop Louie, the the Chinese food restaurant in L.A.? No. Oh, it was, it's it's that. Beautiful wide shot that they have outside. It's an, a really. It was a really beautiful Chinese food restaurant. That's where okay. the bar is. Uh, I like the bowler talking to her dead father's skull. Sure, I think all it's the a go- bowler it's a bits good are good. Bit. It's the a good skull bit. looks cool. Yeah, the skull, skull looks skull. great. She's got a skull. Yeah, and a bowling a great, ball. Great the Chinatown set bone. looks great. <laughs> Ben, are you running on fumes right now? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> We're sorry, Ben. No, it's okay. No, you should be sorry. Are you kidding me? Don't apologize to Ben. I, there's pizza. I got a pizza. Oh, sweet. Oh, man. Is it great. here? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. great. I don't want to interrupt the episode. No, you can go get pizza. There's pizza okay, great. if you want. Feel, please feel free. I mean, don't don't feel like you can't go get pizza. But uh, anyway, so it's Chinatown set's really great. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I think that all that stuff is fun. Now we meet the Sphinx. Yeah. But his methods annoy Mr. Furious. Sure. He doesn't like him. Yeah. I don't quite know. Why is it that because people all of a sudden are taking his leadership and it used to be that Mr. Furious was the leader? Is I that guess sort so. Of what it I is? guess that's the read on it. It's kind of. I and also know. just Mr. Furious is irritable. That's his bit. I, I think he thinks he's ready to go, <laughs> Mr. too. Mr. Furious is irritable. Sure. Right. I, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Furious's thing has always been like. We're not that much worse than Captain Amazing. Right. Like, egos down. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, we're pretty good pinch hitters. I think we can go out and do the job. Like, we're still superheroes, right? right? Yeah. Which she's yeah. like, it's weird because it's like the movie's not going to let you see them being good until the end. Because yep. it wants that to be triumphant, mm-hmm. right? So we never see them be good. They're always They're bad. failing. Right. For 90 a, minutes. 90, 100, <laughs> 110, like a lot. And then Captain Amazing seems good, but the movie's also immediately like, this guy fucking sucks. And so you're like, oh, I guess he sucks. <laughs> but, but, like, the implication is he was good. Yeah. So you're still like, all right. I mean, he seems fine. Like, we just leave it to him. You know, I'm never really on their side where they're like, we need to do this, which is weird. I should be on their side. I guess I want them to be a little more confident. And I think the yeah. movie is made in the 90s and it's like, no, we're going to be joke yeah. first. You know, like that's it'll be more slapsticky and it'll be yeah. It's it is tough. You Too know, long. there's it's it's interesting because you, you bring up something that's interesting. Um, CBS, CBS, and and broadcast, broadcast television system. in general. Um, when I was developing a project, I was ta- they wanted all the characters to be good at their jobs. They have to be great at their jobs. That's interesting. And that that's a very TV thing. It's a very TV thing, but I do think there's something to. You just, as an audience, you're more engaged if you're seeing people be successful than unsuccessful. I think that's true. And Especially I think on watching TV this where much you're of like, it, yeah. I'm supposed to watch this person be bad every, every week, right? Yeah. yeah. So I get it on the TV side maybe more than the movie side, but yeah. I do think that, that you get inertia at a certain point of their failures. Right. And you start to find yourself being a little bit exhausted by it. So, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah. we get Smash Mouth now during the, train se- the training yeah. sequence. So, like, what else What else can you yeah. ask for? You texted me saying that, what did you say? That this is used better in this than in uh, Shrek? Oh, it's way better here than Shrek. It it makes no sense in Shrek. <laughs> no. Yeah, Shrek, Shrek is... In Shrek, it's just being used because it's like a song people know. Every... <laughs> but, like, what is its per- narrative purpose in Shrek? I'm going to tread lightly around Shrek. Um, that Shrek is an all-star? Is that what we're learning? <laughs> hey, now. Like, right. Uh, this is the first hey, all-star, now. right? This is... this is the first use of all-star. Had they... Is it for this movie? I... I... I don't think it, know. Let because, like, had it been on an album and someone was just like, let's use this because 
or is it like specifically I'm for pretty mystery? Sure men? It was for mystery. Men, I think it is too. I think like the, sure the video has like mystery men clips. It works really well. I think this move. I think this song is like the one. Like everyone thinks this is a terrible song. But it's, and, and, and I think it's a terrible song too. It's I'm, not though. It's it's, it's not. It's kind of what it works beyond here. parody at this point anyway. But it is a single sure. off of an album. Which album? Astro Astro Lounge. Lounge. <laughs> That's and, the album. It has Walking on the Sun. It does the have other the other song. song. I, here's I the question, and I'm sure you're going to know the answer to this. But who directed the music video for All Star? Kinka Usher. It's not Kinka Usher. It's 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 the person that obviously directed this. Mick G. There it is. Oh, wow. oh shit! Nice work. <laughs> I was either him or Hype Williams, and I was like, it has no, to be I'm Mick not G. Hype. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Hype's too good. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so it is. I guess. I mean, it was obviously. I don't know. They used the single on this movie. It's for, fine I mean, if if All Star had been only used in this movie, mm-hmm. no one would object to it. Everyone would be like, oh yeah, I remember when like a lounge band was. Yeah, like yeah. a big deal for a year, like ha ha ha. You know, but then because of Shrek, you know, and Shrek's weird status as this like meme lord, yeah. you know, fountain. That's what it is. It's meme a meme lord, lord fountain. fountain. <laughs> Should it, like, trade my it gets, Yeah, it gets like bundled into that. So you know, <laughs> everything about Shrek has to be like constantly because like. I'm going to talk about Shrek. Yeah. Am I allowed yeah. to talk about Shrek? You're allowed to talk. You said oh, yeah. you wanted to tread lightly around Shrek. I, I don't want to step on a toe. On no, I'm not afraid of shit out of It's like uh, Andrew Adamson, your brother-in-law, or something. You know, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. This is so stupid. I have a project with Quibi, but go crazy. Oh. It's this isn't. It's more like when you're thinking about Shrek's place as the right as the much joked Air, about. Yeah. It's because it's like you look back at it, and you're like, how is that a phenomenon? It's not even terrible. It's just sort of like very mediocre, very of its time, very pop culture referency. You know, uh, like jokes that are not funny anymore universally. The the, the project is pretty new. I've <laughs> talked about Shrek on this prod, podcast yeah. before. They can podcast. always come after me. Shrek. Uh, it's a terrible fucking movie. I really, it's not I, tru- a good movie. I truly, Shrek's bad. Yeah. I truly, I think Shrek Two is okay. No. Oh, interesting. I no. think Shrek Two is worse. Shrek Two is like everything that was worked about Shrek. We're going to do more, and you're like, Those maybe I haven't seen it. In, maybe Shrek. I haven't seen it in twenty years. Sure, but I do think Shrek is a very, very bad movie for bad. all the reasons you. It also you think. looks it looks terrible. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it looks terrible. Oh, does the, the animation look? Oh, really some, there's something about the animation <laughs> where they're like, well. Woody looks really good. We don't want to look like him. Andy looks really bad. We can do a little better than Andy. You the, know what the, I mean? The humans do not. Yeah, they're very Andy. There's just a little thing. What's up, man? I would argue Shrek is Vaporwave. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's similar. I'm taking that seriously. You're right. Because it's, or it's like 2000s Vaporwave. I feel like yeah. Vaporwave is 90s. Right. It's yes. very 90s, yes, right? Yes, yes. But Shrek's the same thing. Mm. Where it's what like. What year is Shrek? 2001. Okay. Um,. Yeah, I was right. off the dome. <laughs> right off the dome. Uh, I was 15. I saw that is Donkey still too. funny? Donkey. He's funny. Sure. <laughs> I know Murphy is funny. Here's yeah. the thing about Shrek for me, and this this uh, harkens back to our- uh, <laughs> But you know, Vaporwave is like, it's bullshit. You're like, why was this a thing, right? Like, yeah. it's been sort of like stretched and squeezed. Anyway, all right, sorry. Uh, it harkens back to our Dudley Do-Right episode a little mm. bit, which is Fractured Fairy Tales. Mm. And, and that idea of, which was, you know, a thing that, I don't huge know if you know, the, huge thing yeah, in, in yeah. the- 50s 60s and what have you and it just feels like they were like oh we're just gonna do that Mm -hmm. there's just not there's nothing particularly original about it it feels like uh think tank punch up room shit where it's just a bunch of people in a room being like now we'll do a joke about this and a joke about this right also Uh, a very self-conscious 
counter to what Pixar was doing. Yeah. Yes. And yes. Th- yes. I, my, my, my heart really says go fuck yourself on yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 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 I think that's fair. So uh, after this training sequence, we have an unfortunate why don't you marry him bullshit. This joke between uh, the bowler and the shoveler where she, where he's like, we should go sit, stop Mr. Curry's oh, relieving. Uh, yeah, right. I like, like, why don't you marry him jokes? Yeah, like, that's, sure. that's what we're doing? Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's just there's times where it's just very lazy. Uh, they seek out Tom Waits. They find Tom Waits. I still love that mirror tunnel. I think it's cool. And Tom yeah. Waits is great. Tom Waits is great. I, here's my question, though. Why do all his none of his weapons kill people? I don't know. I guess that's his <laughs> philosophical concept. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> it's <laughs> weird. It's just weird, and yeah. it's just Tom. I, and and I, I guess believe that Tom Waits would like feel that way. The Batman thing. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's not going to kill people. Which I think is nice. Except Batman totally kills Two-Face. It's murder. If you put him on trial for Batman Forever... Oh. Where Does he? Two Face is standing on a girder <laughs> above a, you know, spikes, pit of spikes. Yes, yes, yes. And he's going to flip a coin to decide right. whether or not to shoot Batman. Right. And Batman throws a bunch of coins yeah. in the air, yeah. which is insane. It's, that he has he those on like, I better bring, <laughs> I better bring a bunch of coins. coins. I know. And Two Face is like, oh, tries to catch trying to catch his All coin. And falls, and I, I think if you put Batman on trial, you'd be like, you murdered him. He wouldn't have fallen what, if you hadn't like thrown. Coin? Yeah, you like, it's like shoving someone in front of traffic. Like you did that. Not only that, yeah. if he Batman, brought the coins premeditation. This is murder he one. The Batman. Coins. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I think that's murder. That's that's. I murder. think he murdered him. I mean, he definitely murders people in Batman Returns. Well, he, he straight yeah. up murders two people in that movie. Whatever. Right. It's great. You're, you're living in we a fantasy a, world if you think Batman doesn't kill people. No, I, I'm, I'm for it. <laughs> um, we got a blind date with Destiny, and it looks like she's ordered the lobster. Is a pretty good line. Sure. That's um, a good line. It's a pretty good line. Uh, obviously, we talked about Michael Bay. <laughs> I think it's good. Good line. The toggle thing is great. How many flips in Toto? Oh, uh, what about Jennifer Lewis, what we never mentioned. I want to shout her out. CeeLo. Yeah. Ross is in this. Yeah. All the gangs are weird. It's a weird oh, gaggle of people. Hilarious. Yeah. I don't fully understand how he got I some of these people to show up. It's funny. The disco thing is funny where they're like, why guns? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. I think that's a funny line. <laughs> oh, that's that, a funny oh, sequence. That's one of my favorite parts of the yeah, movie. Right. That's something I love about the movie too, which is which makes the Blue Raja thing like kind of even worse. Fuck the Blue Raja. Man. Fuck Get the Blue Raja. That's Get not the point. Because like their whole argument is like you're so off theme. Right. Like yeah, you yeah. guys are supposed to have a theme and you're not using their theme. I love that about the movie. And like for the Blue Raja to be one of the people throwing that back in their face. I mean, yeah. it's yeah, right. hot meat kettle. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's a little weird. Uh Basically, now we sort of get to the the mechanics of Casanova stealing or kidnapping Monica, and you get into your damsel in distress kind of shit, which I don't like. And I don't like the finger thing. I don't like the finger thing. I don't really get it. No. The finger cam. I don't even know what that is. Well, he there's like a shot of him attacking yeah, the superiors with, with his, his sharp finger. Oh, I must have been way too into my Xanax at that point. <laughs> I mean, it's not <laughs> fair. Funny. Yeah. Fair. It's not great. Uh, you know, and the then finger and, cam. <laughs> there's a finger cam. <laughs> So yeah, basically they you know they defeat Captain they they defeat whatever Captain, who they cares defeat, who gives a shit the, the bowling ball blows bowling, things up that was also kind of crazy too where yeah. it's like I didn't know that the bowling ball was sentient like I didn't know that it could actually well, like talks do to it. things right yeah it's weird like yeah, I know she certain, throws it yeah at a certain point does she do anything <laughs> <laughs> her power appears to be that she owns this ball because then she like the bowling so ball is like throw, put me in coach 
It's so And then funny. they throw the ball she, in and the she bowling. She walks around with a bowling ball and a bowling bag all moving. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Like, it's funny. I, I mean, the one thing that's, that's coming clear to me is how little, you know, kind of character development there was and how little backstory we no get. No one has any characters. time to do character development. No, that's right. The best character people. development is William H. Macy being like a guy who's married Family to Jennifer man. Lewis yeah. and she's so like she's won't you she's great yep. and she's like won't you just stop shoveling and he's got that whole speech <laughs> with the egg salad sandwich that's really yes. good yes, yes, yes. you know he's Should just I, playing like it patent speech right he's playing it right down the middle and yeah. like it's fine yep. he's great it does it fit with the movie? No. Does anything fit in this movie? Not there's really. A, there's a great moment at the very end. Pl- explosion happens. Uh, they're being interviewed by TV reporters. I mean, this is funny. And Tom Waits is eating cereal, and he's just mumbling to himself. He's like, well, does the frankulator work? Like, what's going on there? <laughs> and it's just like, Tom Waits, man. Tom Waits is like, funny. <laughs> that whole scene's funny. It's yeah. just, that scene's funny. But, by the way, half of it was... West Judy nails that line. He nails it, and the Janine Garofalo line, yeah. where she talks about indie bands. Yes, and, that's and really funny. And that apparently wasn't even... That wasn't scripted. She uh-huh. made it up, because sure. Kinka said, we just need to finish this reel. Like, they were basically... They only had a certain <laughs> amount of film left. He's like, just talk. Just stay safe. And then it was fucking right. great. Yeah. Which That's is what the funny. whole movie should have just been. Probably. They should have just pointed cameras at these people. It also probably like, should be like a, a Garofalo, Stiller, Macy trio. Yeah. And then the others, you know, can come in later. <laughs> and we don't need the Blue Roger. I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't. We don't. We don't. Get something else in there. Also, the reveal that it's like he's living at home with his mom and he's actually not. And he's putting on an That's accent. Boring. It's boring. It's boring. It's very, I don't obvious. think That's funny. It's so yeah, obvious. exactly. It's very obvious. Yeah. The, and 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 works so terribly in contrast with the William H Macy thing, which exactly. is lovely. It, which is lovely, and yeah. whereas the Raja has like no emotional arc, he throws forks good at the end. I guess. Yeah, he throws forks. It's good sort of there. that idea, I guess, of like I want to do this. I know it's stupid, <laughs> you know. Like that's yeah. all of their, yeah. you know. But I want to. I want to throw forks, or I want to have a shovel. Yeah, it's uh, true. It could have been, been, been much very better. 90s. It could have been much better, uh, but I think it was good. So, Gentleman six. Gentleman Gentleman six. So six. we do a rating on this okay. podcast. So we're interested in hearing your thoughts on this. Uh, we rate it in 99 if we saw it. What you would give it from 0 to 99, 0 being the worst, 99 being the highest. Mm-hmm. 50 is a recommend line. Mm-hmm. Then what you would rate it before this podcast and then after this podcast. So basically whether the podcast changed your opinion or swayed mm-hmm. you one way or the other, which I don't imagine it did, which mm-hmm. is totally fair. Who knows? What did, you, what did you think of it in 99? What would you rate it from zero in to 99? In 99, I think I was like a 75. I was okay. like, this is funny. I never said how I watched it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. Um, I rented it. I was at a friend's apartment building that had a rental store in the building, <laughs> but it was a machine. There was uh-huh. no person. Uh-huh. So you could just, like, it had like a catalog and you would be like mystery men, like, you know, A26. And like, it would just go like, chunk, and uh-huh. chunk out a VHS at you. That's like, how that's I watched cool. it. Like old Redbox. But like, like but it was Redbox. specific to this apartment. It was like a uh-huh. perk of this building. Oh, that sounds amazing. Oh, that's Very cool. strange. Yeah, yeah, I just strange. remember I was there and they were like, we want to rent something? This? Yeah, exactly. I guess it was like a Redbox. It was basically yeah. like, we have a Redbox in the lobby. I huh. guess that's the idea. But it was free. Very weird. Oh, that's Very great. strange. So you give it a 75 and 99. At the time I was like, this is funny because it's making fun of superheroes. Right. But I'm 13 years old. Maybe 14. <laughs> right. So then uh, today, or before the podcast... Before the podcast, but after I'd seen it, it's yeah. like a sixty. I think it's a still at a sixty yeah. for me. That's where I'm putting it. That's. I mean, I, it's I, a curiosity. It's sort I of interesting. Feel similarly. I saw it in '99. I probably would have given it a forty in '99 if I'm being wow. honest. You did, you did not wow. like this as a younger man. I did not I like was this under in the '99. Impression you did like this no. as a younger man before this podcast. No. Right? Okay. I, I mean, I was. I, I just. 
again, I was I was 19 years old. I was in my first year of film school, and I was just like, "What is this?" Yeah. And I and and also to your point, the, the Schumacher thing had soured a lot of people on this type of sure. superhero movie to a certain degree. So I was just like, not feeling You're, it. Yeah, I don't want. But then I was this. excited for it. Was the thing I just was disappointed in how it was executed. I'd say today before the podcast, I'd give it a 55, and I think I'm probably at maybe like a 60 now. Like I yeah. think that's sort of where I'm oh. at. Before the podcast. Was that a 72? Uh-huh. Thought it was a good movie. <laughs> Still think it's a good movie. Not quite as good. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to go down to a 60. Let's go 63. A little higher nice. than sure. you guys. Okay. One over. But really not a great movie. Yeah. Um, but good. Yeah. I mean, I, listen, we, we're thrilled that we were able to get your David, thoughts on this. Mystery David. Man. Before we were on the podcast, you were going to ask us, or you uh, had asked us what the last movie we were going to do is. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I want to know the answer because I told you what I think it should be, Phil. Well, but. we – so originally – we had agreed that Fight Club was going to be the, the last oh, one that we did. Oh, and I don't and, like that answer And he anymore. doesn't like that answer anymore. He Are wants it to be Magnolia. F- sure. Right. I now, think that that's okay. valedictory. Val- valedictory. Valedictory. I think, valedictory? There's, I think there's something valedictory about that. Uh-huh. You're saying uh, you're soured on Fight Club? I just – no, I think Fight Club's great. I'm not knocking Fight sure. Club. I just don't think Fight Club has that same kind of like, you know, punctuation mark. That that Magnolia, Magnolia would have. I love. We here's the thing for that for for mm-hmm. us and we, we like, both agree. Our number like one and two movie. of ninety nine. Both of us is being John Malkovich and Magnolia are two favorite films of, mm-hmm. of ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So I hear you on wanting to be one of our favorite films as the end. The, and, and we don't need to argue about this on mic in yeah. front of Ben and, and David. Ben's but I, looking sleepy, but that's yeah, nobody's well, no, fault. We're, but Ben's. But I will say this. Uh, I think Fight Club gives us maybe more. But we'll talk about this at a later date. Fair enough. So. What do you think? Both what would you do? Like it doesn't have to be those two. What's what's? No, I know. I, that's I'm trying to think of the most irrelevant. Nineteen. Uh, the Adventures of Elmo and Grouchland. <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed you know that. <laughs> that's amazing. Manny Patinkin's in that. So the you know, we will be doing it. So Patink. next, if you want to come on for it? You let us know. Possibly. So next we'll week, about it. Um, we are doing uh, Fantasia 2000 and Julian Donkey Boy. Oh, a combo. A combo. Right. Combo. Yes. right. Uh, I think it's our first with, combo. It's our first combo with Karen Hahn, uh, who is incredible, and Ben, who is asleep. Um, and so, I mean, how much and, can one talk about Julian Donkey Boy? Oh, we get into it. All we right. get into it. All right. But, but while we have you, very quickly. We could have talked about um, it for much longer. What are your thoughts on those two films? Fantasia 2000, I think I have seen. <laughs> <laughs> but if I saw it, it was it like didn't leave on an video or something. You know, like it did not leave an impression. I mean, the whales, it has whales. Yes, it has whales, yeah. Is it good? We love it. Yes, that. it's Okay, good. I'll check it out. I, I remember it came out at the time and I was too old for it yeah. at the time. You know, where I was like, I'm a 13-year-old boy. I'm not going to – even though I was a very precious 13-year-old boy who saw lots of movies that like maybe – 13-year-old English boys didn't see. Fantasia 2000, I wasn't going to like go to the theater to see. Right. What do you so, mean English? Grew up in England. Um, <laughs> uh, Julian Donkey Boy, you know, he's not my guy. He's Ben's guy. He's Harmony. Yes, he's Ben's guy. Um, sure. I admire, <laughs> I loved, what I love rules. These are not, these, there are no rules in his movie. David well, is pointing it's, it's, at you know, everyone. Julian the Dogma yes. dog dog, rules, dog I like that thing. Sorry, but the thing sorry, about Dogma is, it's bullshit because, like, you can't make a movie that way. And, like, I think part of the joke was, like, that Lars von Trier, they always broke rules making those dogma movies anyway. Um, but I like the idea of him being like, here is my ridiculous manifesto of how to make a movie now. And a totally other guy, not yeah. from fucking Denmark, being like, I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah I'm going to make a weird movie that way. 
with like natural light, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is it Yoon Bremer? Is that his name? Yeah. 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 And uh, I saw it in Chloe. Right. Uh, don't Werner, like it. your boy. Don't your boy like Werner it. Herzog. Love, love Werner. <sighs> the Herzog first... is like a dream in this mm. movie. I honestly, I mean, think he's a bad guy, but he's funny. He's a bad guy. <laughs> I've never seen Gummo. Wow. Should we pause the <laughs> no. podcast? And- I've never the, seen Gummo because it. I've never wanted to see that movie. Can you please it's so do a good. Patreon I know, with Gummo? I know. Well, wait, he wants to do the Korean movies one yes, day. Yeah, we'll should. But uh, so I get. I think so. I think the first Korean movie I ever really responded to was Spring Breakers. He's not yeah. my guy. Yeah. Did you like Beach Bum? We haven't talked about it yet. I fucking loved yeah. it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I liked I it too. I liked it too. I had a good time. It was I, so funny that I actually fun. have to see it again because I was kidding. laughing. I changed so hard. my opinion. I know. He turned him around on Beach Bum. He didn't. Ben turned me around on Beach. Beach Bum. Um, the I whole would, question with Beach Bum is whether the movie is in on the joke, I think. I think I've, I've right. concluded <laughs> that Harmony is always in on every joke. I think that's my takeaway, too. Um, but I think there's a fair discussion to be had about Beach Bum. I, 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 it's interesting. Also, I really like McConaughey, so I'm like already on board for Beach Bum. Like, you know, I, I like him. Yeah. I think uh, we we talk. All right, so next week we talk about Beach Bum a lot too. Okay, it's almost, okay. it's right, almost right, like a three. Right. It's almost like a three. You'll get a, you get a lot of Beach It's bum. almost okay. like a three part podcast yeah. with Beach yeah. Bum too. But yeah. uh, I would Beach Bum two. I, oh <laughs> man, there's so much more to tell. I I don't I don't know. Plural. I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want to tell our listeners to listen to Julian Donkey Boy to watch Julian Donkey Boy because. It's very esoteric and kind of difficult. Yes. But yeah. David, I think you should watch it again because sure. I, think I have you not would... seen it in twenty years. And then talk to Ben about it because he's a very strong advocate for it. I'll do the we'll we'll do the Korean movies one day, right? Yes, well, we, we will because he is it's a short. I I'm yeah. calling short, short my series. shot, short. and but we he's have to gonna, be fucking trash humper. He is going to become our like best auteur director. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He's I'm calling it. He's David, calling. where am I? I'm pointing <laughs> into the distance. You know, you know, but when Ben said that, when Ben says that on the next podcast, we didn't laugh at him. Right. We, said, we, we, we well, were all on board. He was, he, he, was, he was so passionate. Was we were fantastic. like, yeah, Ben, Ben, you were. Ben, he does his thing. That's what he is. Ben, he and is good at it. Tune yeah, in next it. week. Karen is amazing. Ben Karen is amazing. Oh, it's, it's a tremendous episode. Uh, David. And- Amazing! Thank oh, you, thank you such so a much. fucking thrill to have you. It's ridiculous! I'm very bored. Do you come out to LA? <laughs> Do you I ever come out to LA? I mean, I will someday. I someday. Well, Griffin, if we're Griffin's back in New York, or if you're in LA, mm-hmm. we'd love to. Elmo Gratchland is waiting for you. <laughs> so, or maybe something else. Well, that's the thing. Is you guys had this or, movie or, like, earmarked for me, and then I was like, I was literally just like, I want to see the list. Like, yeah. but then you, I was looking at the list, and I was like, this is, I can't. Like, you know, I was overwhelmed, and I was like, no, it's fine. We'll do mystery man. But like, when I saw the list, it's, obviously, there's you know many movies I'd have there, fun discussing. You know, yeah. uh, Rosetta. Would be cool if you really if do love it that much. Those fucking Dardans. That's such a serious. Do you want to do something fun? You well, I don't know. I'll okay. think about it. I right. think about we'll, it. We'll, we'll, so we'll, we'll keep you. We'll keep you in mind for a couple things. And and won you know, the Palm Door unanimously. Audition. Audition is ninety five, ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Why did I think that was later? That's a guy Ooh, you should do. It was earlier. He made like hundred movies. <laughs> yeah. You must. You must love Takeshi. He Mika. doesn't. I bet you. Wait. You don't know who you, Takeshi oh, Mika is, really. You, but you would love. You him. would love. No, Takeshi you would Mika. love Audition. Have you seen Audition? No. Oh. Or or Ichi the Killer. Ichi you the would killer, love. You'd love. <laughs> you would love these. Okay. Movies. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They're crazy. They're crazy. They're crazy. The end of Audition. You've seen Audition, right? Yeah. The end of it. Where Can't talk, no, don't yeah. talk about the end. Of it. Don't talk, if he I doesn't know, don't talk about gonna, it. You need uh, to watch audition and you just go. Yeah, okay. I know you need to go. You have a hard out. Uh, yeah, I got a couple of minutes. Okay, but 
Well, I don't know. What else do we have to talk about? Yeah, there? we're done. <laughs> we're done. Yeah, no. Thank you so much. Of course. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, I'm at PM Miskov on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Podcast Like 99. Please rate, review, subscribe. Yes. You're at David L. Sims. That's me. <laughs> and you're uh, I'm at Ben Hosley. Ben Hosley. And you can uh, listen to my Capist show Wednesdays, 9 o'clock. PM and hopefully get some, some Barry Jean soon. Yes, yes. When's the first batch coming out? Uh, the delivery is for fall 2019. It's gonna is happen. there a website? No, I haven't figured out you the name. You need to make a website. Because like, how do we sign up for the jeans if we want them? How do we get them if we want ben, them? you don't understand. <laughs> People listen to our podcast and so on and will pay you for these I will jeans. buy a pair of your jeans. I'd, I'd buy a pair. He's going to charge like $100 million for them. You don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, it depends I on how much pay, you charge for your jeans. Million? Not $100 million. What I'm would deciding. You, what would you actually charge? Give me a range. How much did the jeans cost? I'm like, I'm not, okay. <laughs> All right. The over, he's not talking about overhead. I just like the idea of like, yeah, they were $30 jeans and the burying appreciates their value by X much. No, yeah. The, it's, you know, I like that thinking. It's going to cost you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you so much. Go. Okay. Thank you so All right. Much. Let's do it. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.